You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3, it's the C3 Panthers, Panthers podcast. podcast. And you already know why you come to this show. You come here because this is your therapy session for days like today when the cardiac cats have put you into cardiac arrest and you're wanting to pull your hair out, dude. Welcome back to another edition of the C3 Postgame Show. Today's going to be a little bit different. Tony Dunn was stuck in some traffic, uh, so we're not going to be able to have the cat calls today, or at least I wouldn't be able to show them to you uh, without revealing everyone's number to the whole world. So in order to make up for that, I've got some good buddies joining me that you might know and love, man. I'll go through and introduce them real quick. Kevin Boshoven. Kevin, what's up, dude? Not much, man. Just disappointment. Super disappointing. Greg, the bat daddy here as always. What's going on, man? Man, after a game like that, this is all I got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, crack open a cold one, yeah. man. We got a long show to talk about this. My man, Drew, all the way up there. And man, Drew, what's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Another Sunday, another heartbreaker for Carolina. Yeah, man, you, you ain't never lied, dude. You ain't never lied. And then uh, joining us from the side of the road, man, that's real dedication. <laughs> it's Nick Montanero. Nick, what's up, brother? Dude, let me tell you something, man. It has been an interesting 350 miles so far. I had the <laughs> okay. game on the phone. Shout out to Panthers Access on Instagram for posting the link, because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to watch the show or watch the game. But, man, let me tell you something. Cardiac Cats lived up to their name, man. It was one hell of a game. But, man, I have a lot to say about it. They definitely did, man. We have so much to talk about. Uh, But, listen, you guys already know we're going to do it with the best Panther fans and all of YouTube. I'm talking about Tim Tizzy, Ryan Ingram, Justin, JD54. You already know. What's up, brother? Blake Bettis, Edward Moore, Brad Holt. ATX19, Karen Choi, Sarah Taylor, and nothing to it but to do it, y'all. Let's roll. The Carolina Panthers lose a heartbreaker in overtime. Uh, what was the final score? 28 to 35. 28 34. 
the Panthers looked offensively inept uh, through three quarters of football. Once again, there uh, is another third quarter with no offensive touchdowns by this Carolina Panther football team, save from a special teams block uh, driven in for a touchdown, which may have saved Chase Blackburn's job. That's yet to be seen. But, man, this is just such a disappointing day. Everything from our offensive line to Robbie Anderson dropping a million different passes, uh, uh, DJ Moore fumbling the football, giving them the ball back. There's so much blame to go around. Greg, we'll go to you first, man. What's with this football team, man? What? Why did the Panthers lose today? Uh, the Panthers lost today because they were incapable of being consistent. You know, uh, every time that they would start to mount something that looked like anything, which generally wasn't much at all at the beginning of the game, that uh, they would just continue to falter. Uh, I, I still stand behind Sam. I still think he's a good quarterback. He had a very, very bad first three and a half quarters of the game, to be truly honest with you. Was, he, he played pretty terrible, but he also had some pretty terrible de- uh, offensive line. He had a pretty uh, good amount of drops from the wide receivers that I feel like could have changed the game up quite a bit. You know, you complete about six or seven of those passes, and you're looking at maybe 100 more yards, possibly another touchdown. You're not looking so bad. But I'm not taking all the blame away from Sam at all. Uh, defense played really, really well, like they have been throughout the rest of the game. Just kind of fell off at the end, which I understand because they're probably pretty tired. Um, you know, a lot of three and outs, and this this offense – is not impressive. Um, you know, I, I think they can get it done based on what the defense can do. But Joe Brady, I'm sorry, everybody thinks thinks I'm he with can you. be a head coach. Is you're out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Like, what has this guy done? The the play calling is so vanilla and so terrible, and that they need to fix the offensive line before they can get anything else done. And they're not doing that. So preach, brother, preach. <clears throat> they're definitely not doing it. Grim Reaper with the five dollars saying feeling lost at this point. Keep pounding C three. And listen, man, I, I've got three people joining me from the Friday free-for-all, okay? Mm-hmm. Your boy was the only one with enough balls to just call it like I sees it, man. I picked the Vikings to win this because I didn't think this offensive line deserved me to pick them. I had no reason to believe that this offensive line was going to be able to stand up to the Vikings' defensive front, and I was right. I was absolutely right, man. And this is going to be a, 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 a tough week going forward because now I feel like people are finally starting to really kind of have the blinds pulled open on them. And now we're kind of seeing what the real potential of the Carolina Panthers is right now. This is a very bad offense. This is a very bad offense. And even when there is pass protection, it doesn't last very long. And if it does last, Sam Donald is being inaccurate or Robbie Anderson is dropping passes or Truba Hubbard is dropping passes. Uh, dude, it's a comedy of errors up and down from start to finish. And, I, I you know, there's so much blame to go around. You know, it, it's like it, it's so many different things that we have to start being very realistic about what we think this Panthers team is going to be able to do from here on out. Uh, I mean, that was just terrible. Uh, Kevin, could Joe Brady have done anything to fix this offensive performance or what, what's, what's the deal here? Honestly, I say no, because 
their defensive back smothered our receivers. Like I didn't see anyone right. open at all. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's route running, maybe play calling could get them off, but like I didn't see anyone open. Patrick Peterson was locked down today. Like once he left the game, that's when we had a chance. Absolutely. Yeah, hey, Robbie, Robbie Anderson didn't help anything, man. Oh, no, he Robbie was, Anderson, it, it, he was one for six in the first half or something like that. Yeah. It was insane. You know, it, it I, was. I will be the first person to say that that man did not deserve the paycheck that he got. We should have given that money to DJ Moore. Started because you weren't going to get last year's production. Yep. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's as high as his value is going to be. You can't get shit for him now. Yeah. Yeah. And, by the way, real quick. Sarah Taylor with the $20 love bomb. Thanks you so much, Sarah. It's always We never asked for money, but it's always appreciated. But thanks very much. Here's to a 98 drive that led to overtime chances. And yeah, okay. So is there any, uh, are any of you proud of our, of our valiant comeback at the end to try and bring it into overtime? Was there any moral victories? to be had here or did the Panthers just delay the inevitable and ultimately too little too late? Well, there, there is something to be said about it, you know, mm-hmm. because last year, Teddy Bridgewater never would have made, that's true. Would have made moves like that, you know? And while Sam Darnold did not necessarily play the best today, Sam Darnold showed that he can come back. Okay. Well, while we didn't end up getting the job done and winning the game, the fact that he was able to make those runs the way that he did, that impressed me. And I, I've been saying, at least to myself, and I was saying all game, I want to see Sam Darnold play pissed off. I want to see him actually get pissed off and show that he actually cares. Like, he shows that he cares, but let's face it. When someone plays pissed off, they play entirely different than how they normally play. And I yeah. want to see Sam play pissed off at some point. And I think we might have actually seen it towards the end of the game. There's no Steve Smith on this team. Mm-mm. That's true. No. Hey, uh, Dante's kind of close. Yeah. Real quick, shout, shout out to AU Link. Uh, he says, we got to get better. The O-line was terrible again. We have to get better. I mean, mm. But how, how do we get better? Because, I mean, there's a bunch of different things. Listen, if you, if you hate Sam Darnold, so Casey Phoenix has traded for Watson. Okay, Watson's still going to be behind this terrible offensive line. Is Robbie Anderson going to be able to catch passes for mm-hmm. Deshaun? Now, Watson's I mean, not been suspended yet, so he's probably not going to play. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. And that's the point that I'm trying to make. What changes are the Carolina Panthers going to be able to make right now to actually be a better football team? Yeah. Like, it, it, quarterback design runs. I agree yeah, 100%. Why, why would they not run the ball more much today? Early. Yes. Yeah, why haven't we been running Sam Darnold much more, especially when the pocket is, mm-hmm. is, is breaking down? Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't understand, man. There, there's, there's no help from the play calling. They're not able to really run the ball effectively. And then whenever we had to throw the football, not only were our receivers dropping passes left and right, but, yeah, Greg, you made the point, man, or, or whoever made the point, that our, our receivers were covered, Yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Vikings defensive backs, they were just shutting us down, man. They mm-hmm. had better coverage. They played aggressive, and uh, they were rewarded for it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we came back at the end, but uh, anyone who has been watching the Panthers through week six 
could easily predict that this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look, two things. First of all, subscriber shame. I know CK is not here to do it, but 104 people watching, 31 thumbs up. Y'all give us a thumbs up. Do something. Hit that you know, thumbs you up, like the show, Hit the thumbs up. It's real simple. Just click the button. Uh, two, the only reason that you would be disappointed in the Panthers' last drive, that was a 98-yard drive to put us in overtime, the way they finished the game, was because we lost. If we'd have won, of course you'd have said, oh, I, I love the vigor. I love how well they did. I love the comeback, the, the fire, and the desire. But we lost, so it's hard to say that. You say you're denying the inevitable, but I would much rather have that than have him just give up. I mean, we yeah. complain with pe people complain before about Cam Newton going to the sideline, putting a towel over his head. Is that what you would rather have, have done? Was go do that rather than I know we lost in overtime, but at least we lost in overtime. You know? Yeah, I mean, we did, but it's like going forward, what, what's going to be able to get better here? What are the Panthers going to be able to learn from this performance that would make them do something different against the Giants? And we're on the road next week. So now we're not even able to close out home games. But one, not only do the Panthers not have a home field advantage, we let every other fan of every other football team come out here and be the dominant fan base in our own fucking stadium. But then on top of it, man, it's like, the, the team doesn't have any benefits to playing at home, man. This is the worst third-quarter football team in the NFL by right. far, man. I think Karen Choi, it was, in the chat room said uh, the Panthers have had uh, uh, six point or seven points in the third quarter in six games now. <laughs> this That's was the seven points. This game. That's that's a business. Yeah, and, and it was because of, it was because of special teams. It yeah. wasn't even because of our offense. It was because of special teams. And shout out to Frankie Louvu because yeah. that man, he yeah. is playing for a contract and he deserves yes, he one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is, man. Uh, listen, Frankie Louvu has been wonderful on our football team. I was impressed with Jermaine Carter Jr. today. Yeah. I felt like Jermaine Carter was flying around, mm -hmm. made a bunch of big time stops. And dude, Dante Jackson. Yeah, Dante Jackson. It's all over the chat room right now too. Gilmore's playing next week too. So yeah, Don, Dante Dante, Dante Jackson is the heart and soul of our football team. Yeah, I'm sorry, he yeah. just is. Um, yeah, he, although, although yeah. while he had a lot of really great plays today, he did have one really bad miss. Really, really, really bad miss. Yeah, but what am I supposed it, to It only but, resulted in like a 30 yard gain, which I know 30 yards is big, but I don't even know if they scored on that drive or not. Yeah, but and true, but really am I miss. am I supposed to beat him over the football or beat him over the head with the football when he no. was the only one making big time plays for the defense right. today? It felt like I, I, I mean I mean probably Dante, some great Jackson, plays. Dante Jackson is playing with passion. And not a lot of other teams, on our, uh, not a lot of other players on our football team are. Specifically but God, on the where is Brian Burns? I, say it, man. He might be hurt. I think say it, man. Say it. If he's hurt, then he doesn't need to be out there. I mean, I, I mean, he was going against a rookie, and we heard nothing. We heard cricket. Here, here, yeah, that here, here's, the thing, here's the thing to remember about our defensive line, at least on the ends, okay? On one side, you have Hassan Reddick, who is – played absolutely amazing once again okay yeah. but then on the other side you have brian burns okay so they're going to focus on one of the two guys now brian burns should have come out and played a little bit more than he than he has 
you know, and he really hasn't stepped up this season the way that we thought that he would, or at least the way that he did in the beginning of the season. But, you know, at the end of the day, we have two fast guys and only one of them is going to hit home. I'm okay with that. You know, if Brian Burns gets more more attention than Hassan Reddick does, and Hassan Reddick can actually get home and make impact plays, I'm okay with that. You know, because at the end of the day, you got you got to have somebody that yeah, gets double teamed, and, I, Nick, and it's going to be Burns. There was a, quite a few plays that he was one on one with that rookie tackle, and he didn't win. He he almost had that sack. <clears throat> And how many times yeah. are we putting the word almost together with Brian Burns this year? I agree. Exactly. I mean, yeah. how, how many times has he almost been in on a big time game changing sack and he's just a day late dollar short, man? It, it, it continues to happen to him this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of his sacks come when him coming in and being unblocked. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's true, man. And listen, are we finding out that this football team just isn't as good from top to bottom as we thought it was? Because yeah. I said at the start of this year that it's a boomer bust season. The Panthers are either going to be really good or we're going to be really bad. And right now we look like a really bad football team. And even some of the guys that we thought we're up for a big-time contract like Brian Burns, like DJ Moore. They're not necessarily showing why they are deserving of a big-time contract, especially at the positions that they play. Receiver yeah. and defensive end, you're talking big-time change right there. And well, good. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, Greg. I was going to say, I think that DJ Moore has, you can't, maybe not this game, but I think throughout the season, he's proved that he's a number one and he deserves yeah. a big contract. Absolutely. I mean, he's, he's like the number four or five receiver in yards this year, I think. Like he's, he's, well, maybe not after last week, but he was up there. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He's, he's, he's proven his worth for me, at least. Brian he's Burns has as well. The last but, two games, but, you know, overall, he's, he is a true number one. Yeah. We just and don't Brian have the Burns is the king of almost. The king of almost, Brian Burns is. I love him to death, but he's the king of almost. He always yeah. disrupts the quarterback. That's it's, always a good thing, too. Hard I mean, to get that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. I'd rather have that than not any penetration at all. Yeah. It's weird. It's not really yeah. weird. So, but this uh, last drive we just had, the last drive in overtime, they got absolutely no pressure on no. Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. No. Where were, no. The, where were the blitzes? Where, where was the pressure? There was absolutely, he sat back in the pocket, he scanned the field, and he picked them apart. They were too worried about the coverage. They were too worried about them getting picked apart, that they wanted to have extra defensive backs and extra players back there covering. They did. Not realizing they that they they Cousins is a that. surgeon, is a surgeon when you give him a pocket and receivers that can catch the ball. Come on, man. So that's why you got to, you have to blitz him. I agree. I agree. They should have blitzed 100%. So Matt Rule today said Sam Darnold needed a little help from his friends and didn't get any. True. Um, he He's not wrong. True. Uh, yeah. He also said to the football team, uh, Matt Rule said afterwards that they're not the type of team that can win games without executing properly. Guys have to make plays when they have the opportunity. And you know what that's a roundabout way of saying? Absolutely nothing. Missed yeah, opportunities, opportunities, y'all. Yeah. I was thinking that's true for any Missed team. But he just said it's true for any y'all. team. Ron yeah. Rivera Never left this fucking football team. I'm here to tell you. 
We're still talking about missed opportunities. We're still talking about terrible offensive lines. We're still talking about a team that doesn't play its young football players. It, it's so annoying, man. Calling two timeouts back to back. Oh my gosh! I can't oh, what a bonehead move. Chris yeah. Weber 2.0. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I had a a, a tweet with his response to that. I'm trying to find it, but there was some justification for it. But man, uh, and then how about this? Robbie Anderson was targeted 11 times. He was forcing the ball to him. He had three catches for 11 yards. And a touchdown. Although one of them helped the overtime. I will say he may have been forcing some of them in there to him, but he put those balls. I mean, I I didn't see a pass to Robbie Anderson that wasn't catchable or that wasn't put in a pretty good position. So not saying that Sam threw every ball perfect because he had some overthrows today and some misthrows, but to Robbie at least, I saw a bunch of drop passes that would have been decent gains or at least first downs had he caught the ball. Did uh, I Marshall, say Sam Darnold hung Terrence, Mar- Terrence Marshall Jr. out the drown. I was about to say, is he, is he all right? Did he have like a concussion? Yeah, well, last time I saw he was in concussion protocol. How is that an illegal hit though, y'all? He drove hit with he his hit shoulder hit into his shoulder. shoulder. To the helmet. Yeah, they the helmet. It looked like it was they his shoulder. Yeah, he hit him in the helmet. That was his shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, I don't know, football hit. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, a lot of people are saying uh, the the stadium was pretty much 50-50 Panther fans, 50-50 Vikings fans. Yep. Um, I heard the Yeah, I remember being so disappointed that we didn't have more fans in the stadium just because I wanted to hear a chorus of boos. Boo! Like, I, 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 wish, I wish that we had that in the stadium so that the coaches and David Tepper could hear how loudly disapprove of the bullshit that we're putting down on this football field, man. It's- I see that picture on twi- uh, Twitter with them going around. He just looks miserable. Oh, the- you mean uh, yeah, David it, Tepper? David Tepper, yeah. Yeah, he's big time mad, man. Um, I might I might be able to pull that up real quick here too. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. So, see, guys, I think what we should do is we really need to start pumping Joe Brady up. Heavy. We really need to pump him up heavy, because then some team out there is gonna go, oh great, this guy's awesome. Yeah, look at get him off my hand. <laughs> David Tepper's having a real fun time right here, isn't he? Hey, chat. Maybe we can meet out of this. Hey, maybe we can pull a Matt Rule, start talking positive about him, so that way we trade him. Right. Matt Rule gives our defense shit this week. Oh man, I, 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 listen, but this oh, week I, I think a lot of it. Uh, our defense doesn't deserve a pass this week. I mean, again, I know that our offense the never our offense never helps them out in in the second quarter, but uh, uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, Kevin, like. Across the middle of the field, man, yeah. they were they were feasting on us across the middle of the football field today. That's AJ Bouye's territory, right? Yeah, I, I feel like third no. downs. The Panthers were not very good on third down, and then I, I didn't feel like Dalvin Cook ran rampant on us, but he had those select few isolated plays where Dalvin Cook would just gash us, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, this is the same football team from last year. 
that can't stop the run, that can't stop passes across the middle. Uh, I mean, it's it's really looking pathetic here at this point, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was the what was the time of possession? It just gets it gets harder after these next two games. It does. And we did give away three turnovers. I mean, it's not like the offense. So, yeah. So, so what's the what was the time of possession split? Because I'm curious as to that. You know, I feel like the defense was on the field a lot more than our offense was. Yeah, because we got that special teams turnover, and their defense, our defense, went right back on the field. Yep. They're pretty much shutting them out. And the and the last touchdown drive was just a quick was a quick run run yeah. down the field. And on top of that, hold on. Five minutes, five minutes left to the fourth quarter. That's when we finally decide to hurry up. Yeah. Where the hell has that been? <laughs> yeah. all, I've been saying it all along, yeah, man. Dallas. Need, you you have faster. been. Yeah. You be have faster. been. And yeah. it, it seems like when, when we actually do hurry up is when we actually make progress going down the field. So why don't we do that more often? Mm-hmm. Keep the defense on their heels. Mm-hmm. Play the hurry up. <laughs> Use it to our advantage. Remember us saying the same thing when Cam Newton was here? Just mm-hmm. let, you, let's you hurry were. up. Let's hurry up. Let's let's do some different shit. It, and it I'm sorry, saying that for a time. He's got to hit the jugs machine. He, I mean, it's he does. It's, he he's not a pass catcher. That's for damn sure. Is that? That's for damn sure, man. And, and then you know we started to we started Chuba uh, Hubbard. Hubbard oh, dropping God. passes. Yeah. yeah, he's not. Not Time of possession was 37-38 for uh, Minnesota, 26-34 for us. So they beat us by. I mean, oh, we saw an exception. This is the second week in a row that Matt Rule has tried to catch a pass on the sideline and, and drop it. <laughs> yeah, maybe he shouldn't say shit to Robbie Anderson. And then number two, uh, well, didn't he coach Robbie Anderson? So that's maybe why he's dropped. He did. Oh, you know ah, what? That, there you go. That's what it is. He it's coach hereditary to, to drop the pass, the drop passing gene down. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, shout out to Corey Brewery. He says Tep is going to make changes sooner than ever. The entire coaching staff is overrated. If we continue down this path, Fitz will be the long survivor. Hmm. And listen, frankly, if you want to, if you want to have a discussion about that. We did that whole process backward. You should yep. hire your general manager before you hire your head coach, mm-hmm. and your general manager should have a large say so in who your head coach is. Mm-hmm. But here we are again, like think, one of uh, other football teams, doing it backward, doing it the opposite way that you should do things. You and think he's uh, elbowing pepper? Do I take what? He's elbowing temper right there. He's like, see. See, I, I could have picked our guy. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm telling you what. Matt Rule doesn't have a lot of love on Panthers Twitter right now. People in our very own chat room are saying, fire the man. I mean, The USC what, job is open? <laughs> uh, the LSU <laughs> job is open. Yeah, the LSU job is open, man. Unfortunately, guys, the one voice that actually counts is still a big Matt Rule fan, and that's David Tepper. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the Las Vegas job is open too. Send him there, man. Yeah. You know? No, that's why I want Joe Brady to too get soon. Him. Too soon. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> I want. I want to see both of them go over there. Send Joe Brady to, to Vegas or send him to USC. Hell, Brady could go to LSU actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like. Bra- Brady's Brady out go. after this season. Yeah, Bra- you Brady. Me? They would. Uh, they wouldn't take uh, him back over there. 
They wouldn't take him back over there. He was just, what, the third down passing coordinator or something like that back when he was there? And then he left to go to the NFL, and now he's going to come back after two years? If I was LSU, I'd be like, yeah, no, you haven't proven yourself. Maybe maybe they're looking at it, though. Like LSU LSU offense fell off a cliff as soon as he left, so – Joe I don't know. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they would want it, want him back. Yeah. But even still, who are the Panthers going to hire as an offensive coordinator to do this better? Me. If we're going to hire some offensive guru, that's going to be someone that's going to be in line for a head coaching job. Exactly. Eric Bieniemy is not going to come here to be an offensive coordinator. Kelly. But that's not that's not happening. <laughs> Kellen Moore isn't going to do a lateral mm. move and come to the Panthers. That's not even a lateral move. Coordinator. No, no yeah, it's not it's a lateral down. move. Yeah. I, I hate to say this, guys, but uh, if Brady, Joe Brady, happened to actually leave, the only thing Matt Rule is going to do is elevate the quarterback's coach. Yeah. You're probably right. Look, Joshua says Adam Gase is available. Okay. No. Got him, Gates. <laughs> no. Wow. Brian Brian Gamble from Buffalo or Gable from Buffalo? He's, Sorry, he's, oh, Gable. Unfortunately, he's so much like Ron Rivera. Get a sick name. He, that's yeah. exactly what he would do. Brady would leave, and he would elevate the quarterbacks coach to, to the offensive coordinator position. We can get a uh, Clemson's offensive coordinator. Or oh, no, we can not do that too. <laughs> Tony Elliott. Hey man, I still Tony down. <laughs> Dude, it's so miserable, man. That both of my teams have this fucking abysmal offense. I've been, um, doing, I've been dealing with that for the last five years. <laughs> that is true. Been yeah. dealing for the better part of twenty-five years. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but I, I mean, uh, listen, is this defense? What, what do you guys think about this defense now? Is it going to be enough, or do we expect this just to continue to get worse and worse? And let me let me uh, throw this into the question, and I'll leave this up there for whoever wants it. What does Stephon Gilmore do to change our offense uh, this week when we play the Giants? Maybe he gets a pick six and get a touchdown. That's about it. More than our offense, right? And it does nothing for it, really. It does nothing for our offense, but defense, they'll stick him out there on the island and say, go do what you do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I think they're going to have I mean, a hard time pulling Keith Taylor off the field. Keith Taylor has so, actually shown me a lot lately. So here's here's my thing on Stephon Gilmore, man. You know, he's been with the Pats for the last, what, five years, six years, even longer. Has it been? You know, yeah, so. I, think, I don't know. It, a while. Yeah. I know it's been a while, you know, so and the dude played lights out. So I'm hoping that with him coming down to Carolina, that he can tell our tell our coaching staff, which shouldn't need to happen, but let's say someone needs to tell him what needs to happen on a team to win. Because yeah. our coaching staff is just lost. Our defense, while while it looks great in some aspects, in other aspects, you know, we let up big plays. Today there was there was a lot of plays that never should have happened, you know. And I, I'm kind of well, appalled that our defense played the last two weeks. Uh, by the way, the Carolina Panthers yeah. today, yeah, you're right, g- gave up 571 yards. Oh. Uh, on defense, they gave up 571. Oh, it seemed like that a lot. Can, can right, that's that's the point because our defense 
most of this game felt like they did enough to keep us in it. Mm-hmm. Like our defense always feels that they're the ones playing the better football. And it reminds me of last year when P.J. Walker came in against Detroit. We actually had an aggressive offense, and then our defense pitched a shutout. I mean, it, it sounds so cliche, but complimentary football is a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Your defense has to get turnovers, and then offense has to get points off those turnovers. Mm-hmm. When your defense makes big-time stops, your offense has to reward them by keeping them off the football field. Right. And the Panthers cannot do that to save their lives, man. Yeah. Can, can I tell you my biggest worry about Gilmore? Sure. When have you ever known Belichick to get rid of a player whenever they were still amazing? Tom Brady. Okay. I'll give you that one for one for 26. I'll give you that. But seriously, does not usually get rid of a player about a year or two? For the, who? In all fairness, if you talk to Bucks fans, they'll also say Gronk too. Gronk, yeah, I was about to say Gronk. Uh, Gronk retired. Well, Gronk was going to get traded. Well, he left. Yeah, he 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 retired because he was going to get traded to Detroit. Yeah, I'd retire too. (laughs) But do you think Gronk would be be the Gronk he is anywhere else without Tom Brady? And which, by the way, no, No, I I don't. I don't even care for Gronk right now. So no, no, he only came back for Tom anyway. Yep. You know, well, good. I, I will say this, though. Uh, part of Bill Belichick's philosophy is that I'm going to give up on players a little bit too early than a little bit too late. Right. You, you right. Know? Which and, is what worries by, me about and, Gilmore. And by the way, that's what David Gettleman wanted to do with Greg Olson and Thomas Davis, and essentially that's what got him fired. Um, Matt so, Jones just got fucked up. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm sure oh, my God. He's just a hit. Chan- I can't uh, wait they- to see him get fucked up in person week nine. Who are they playing? <laughs> They're playing Cowboys. Uh, Dallas just got a fumble after they hit him. Nice. But so guy, who, who gets who loses their spot on in the secondary next week? Yeah, I mean, probably oh, yeah. good covering. I mean, how about Sean Chandler being juked out of his shoes by a fullback? Full, oh my god, by a fullback, dude. Yeah. That that was bad, man. That was so yeah. Bad. But Sean Chandler's not always out there, so I'm just saying. Sure. I didn't, you know, Gilmore's gonna be a starter. So I mean, who's who, who's losing their spot? Well, and then that's Dante. You gonna take Dante out? Yeah, I don't think that, that's, that's another Henderson thing. C- are you C- taking Are you C. taking Henderson out? CJ Henderson wasn't even on the field for us today. Well, he so, was hurt. He had been he, in a green jersey he, he, all week yeah. for like a shoulder injury. Well, you're going to take when yeah, CJ comes back. Well, the only thing I think that we could hope for from a defensive perspective is that we have two man corners that look like they're going to come back next week, and that's going to be CJ Henderson and Stephon Gilmore. Maybe that allows us to pin our ears back a little bit more and send some extra blitzes. I don't know. I don't know, but – we were playing quite a bit of zone today, too. That's one thing that we haven't really touched on. You know, our defense is built off of man, and we've been pl- we were playing quite a bit of zone today. Not yeah, all of it was zone. Part. Picking that they were. Part. They were. We should, we should not have been playing zone today. Mm-hmm. And they have the type of receivers to pick it apart with Thielen and Jefferson yep. and, you know, Again, I feel like at the end of every post-game show, there's like 50 more bits of credit that we never give 
to Dante Jackson that he's deserving of, but we're just talking yeah. about how terrible this offense is. So, so much of the time, dude, Dante Jackson has some big time tackles. Uh, he punched the ball out, dude. The pinup punch is alive and well in Carolina <laughs> through Dante Jackson. Uh, the, the guy is playing aggressive, man. He's balling out, flying around on the football field. Uh, he's the heart and soul of our defense. I know I said it before, but Dante Jackson is the heart and soul of our defense, and he's the reason, I think, why we play so aggressive and so hard. When another player makes a play, Dante Jackson is always the first one flexing in his face, all pumped up and excited about it. Dude, Am I, I the only one who thinks Jeremy Chen's having a down year? I've, I've, I've heard him some yeah, But you got to remember, Jeremy Chen calls the fumble against uh, Justin yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, though. I mean, he's not been awful, but he is like, I haven't heard his name a lot. But he here's also the other thing too. a lot last year, too. You have to remember that. Yeah. Here, here's the other thing, too. Whenever you have two touchdowns in one game last year, <laughs> exactly. it's pretty it's pretty easy to have a down year compared to your rookie year. Plus, let's let Exactly. You know, so it's to be expected that he's not necessarily showing up in the highlight reel as much as he was last year, because last year nobody knew what the what the game plan for him. <laughs> now that he's kind of playing mostly one position, it's it's a lot easier to game plan for him, but it's still not it's still not the easiest. You know, so on top of that, our front seven has I mean, other than really today, they weren't necessarily the best today. Our front seven has been what mostly everybody has been talking about when it comes to our defense. But about Dante Jackson, I, here's one thing that worries me. The last the last three years, you know, we haven't necessarily been crazy high on Dante Jackson. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden he's in a contract here and he's playing lights out. Is yeah. that because of our front seven? Or is that because it's a contract year? Well, I mean... I don't know. All you can do is judge what he's out there doing. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's a contract year. I mean, this is also the same thing that happened to Josh Norman. Josh Norman was pretty much subpar most of his career. He made some good plays the year before. No man got that speed. In 2014. But 2015 was really um, the his claim to fame. Yeah, uh, and then after that, I mean, well, you all know what happened after that. But Dante Jackson, go to Washington. Yeah. I tell you what, I'd rather have Dante Jackson on the team next year than Robbie Anderson. I mean, oh, I said trade Robbie Anderson mm. at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but Robbie Anderson's a rule guy, so he's not going anywhere. No, but they should have. No, and we and we just signed him too, so it would be stupid for us to trade him right now. Yeah, because then we'd have to pay for the guaranteed money. Yeah. Panthers on Kings asked me how uh, do I think the O-line played Michael Jordan. Uh, I think Michael Michael Jordan Jordan looked pretty terrible. um, Which At least we're number 23. By the way, it must suck if your name is – If your name is Michael Jordan, that has to suck, doesn't it? (laughs) Because then everything that you do, you're compared to one of the greatest all-time people ever, dude. That's – yeah, that's I'll uh, say LeBron James Jr. It's like your name being Michael Bolton, right? LeBron James Jr. is kind of <laughs> awful, too. Uh, dude, Michael Jordan, yeah. yeah, true, but at least mm-hmm. you can say that's his dad, exactly. Uh, he can go, I'm, I'm Bronny, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, I'm back at that you know, jersey, James Jr. 
Listen, I didn't expect Michael Jordan to be a good football player. Okay, <laughs> this is someone that they just brought in because they panicked and they've been hemorrhaging at the offensive line position. So they've been doing everything to try and rectify this situation. But what they give you, him a jersey, and they won't. They him. wouldn't even give Dante Brown a jersey. How is May, that possible? Isn't Deontay Brown injured? So, he well, is. now, now he, but he is. hasn't been all season. Yeah, but this isn't, yeah, a, this point. isn't Fair point. yeah, this isn't a brand new problem. The offensive interior has been trash, continues to be trash, and the rest and of the it, NFL knows it. Dude, it's so dumb, man. We're making us so desperate that we need somebody. Dude, the the worst thing right now about this Panthers football team, believe it or not, is how outdated the philosophies are from some of our front office positions, man. When it comes to arm length at left tackle, when it comes to coaches uh, choosing to not play young players, uh, who we decide to sign. Dude, frankly, I mean – I, I know fans don't want to hear me talk about this yet, but if it starts to look like the Panthers are on a real downward spiral, I'm interested to see if uh, Fitterer does set himself up for the draft. Does he trade away uh, uh, Robbie Anderson? Does he trade away? I, I wonder if he's, I wonder if he's already that? done that by putting Christian McCaffrey on IR. Exactly. Let's face it. Let's face it. They got to They got to know that our second, the second half of our schedule is going to be abs- an absolute nightmare for us. Mm-hmm. So why not put him on IR right now, so that way he can actually rest up and be healthy for you know maybe the last five games of the season. Yeah. Or healthy. Because that hamstring injury is going to stick around. And but hey, but J Dub in the chat. I'm sorry, dude. I don't believe it, man. I don't believe. That Deontay Brown being overweight is that much of a fucking what? problem. Oh, okay. No, he's talking about Deontay Brown. Yeah, and Matt, Dude, Matt Deont- Deontay on Brown. Yeah. Deontay Brown at Alabama was a people mover mm-hmm. at 370 pounds. Like, why, do, why are they so intent on wanting him to be a 330 pound guard? Like, that might never happen for that man. Do you think it's like some guys just don't practice well and that's why you don't get to start? Like some guys are just game guys. Like they can't put on that high motor unless it's a game. I, dude, I, right now, until listen, based on what I've seen from the coaches thus far, I have no reason to not believe that it's just ineptitude for why some of our younger guys haven't seen the field right now. I have no reason to believe it's any other reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? I mean, Jeremy Chin was a third rounder, and they started him right away. Second rounder. Was we traded back up into this. Yeah, we traded back up yeah. into the second round to get him. That's right. Yeah, but I, I see your point. I yeah. see your point. You're, you're good. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, people, uh, if we're tanking, what are we tanking? For? <laughs> Nothing. This draft is awful coming up. Uh, are, we, are we tanking for a quarterback or a left tackle? Oh, are we tanking for a guard? Like, what are we doing? The Panthers have one pick in the top 100 of the draft. I, so, I think that that is right. I honestly do. I think I think we're going to do something to either get a high first-round pick or a second high first-round pick. I mean, I think we're already going to have a I high first-round pick, but I think all the solid O-linemen are going to be gone by the time it gets to us. I think we're trading down out of the first round. 
that would be stupid. That would just be stupid. And I, I, I'm sorry. That that would be that would cause me to lose all my faith in the coaching staff. Knowing the fair, fact that we passed. Go ahead. I was like, knowing fair, I just feel like he's going to trade down and eventually trade out of this the first round. He might. It's it's a possibility. I mean, but when you have so many holes on this team. This so what, 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 what if we're dealing with a top 16 pick? Like, you you can't trade back. Like, what are you trading back for? I mean, we need so many different things on this team. Yeah, maybe you can slide backward and hope that you find a few gems. But as of right now, that hadn't worked out for us too well. How, how's Terrace Marshall Jr. doing this season? And again, I'm not going to write him off after his rookie season. But is is he because we're stuck with Robbie Anderson? At second is is Terrace Marshall Jr. more useful to us right now than a left tackle would have been early in the second round? No. How about how about Brady Christensen? That's our third round pick. What use has he been to the Panthers this season? Oh, Did that's right, none. Because when the Panthers draft defensive players, they'll let them play right away. But when they draft offensive players, mm-hmm. they have to sit for a while while the guys in front of them eat dick for four quarters. I will be honest, though. This this game in particular, you know, our offensive line wasn't the reason we lost this game. I so feel what, like what, what was I it? think they did the best job they had done all year in this game. Yeah, they only allowed, what, two here? sacks? I mean, they they did pretty good. I mean, compared to the last two games, they did amazing. Compared to the last two games, they did better, but I'm sorry. They can't handle stunts for shit. No, I'm not saying they're great. I'm just saying they're not the reason we lost this game today. I feel and like. I believe – and if you're watching the beginning, the beginning of the game, you could tell Sam Darnold was nervous to see what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so first he play through interception. He threw an interception because he was worried about where the pressure was coming from. If you're a quarterback and you know, okay, when I hike the ball – I'm going to have a few seconds that I can look around and scan the field and see what I can find open. He knew he had to get rid of the ball quick. He should have ran that ball. So I have, yeah. I have an interesting I have an interesting idea as to how Matt Rule thinks that he should build a team. Okay, And I say Matt yeah. Rule because, let's face it, the last two drafts have mostly been Matt Rule. Scott Fitterer might have been in on this past draft, but I think it was mostly Matt Rule. I think that Matt Rule's philosophy is keep the defense young and fast and bring in veterans or somebody who has experience on the offense. Because let's face it, he's never played in the NFL before. And now he's in the same division as the Bucs. And what are the Bucs doing? They are building a veteran offense. And while it has not been great this year, last year, arguably it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but the Bucs I mean, put a rookie on their offensive line, and he played really well. So this thing, yeah, but he was sur- he was surrounded by veterans. This is true, but hey, you put Deontay Brown in in their guard. He's surround. He's you put him in between uh, Pettis, uh, <laughs> Mike what, Pettis or whatever his name is, Pettis, and Mo. Yeah, you got two veterans right there. It's not like yeah. Deontay Brown hasn't played in big time football games. Not the NFL, but I'm yeah. sorry. You playing at Alabama nine times out of ten, you're playing against other guys that you're gonna see on Sunday. Right. And if you go back and look at his game film, <sighs> he was one of the few players in the SEC who gave Derrick Brown trouble. Yes. 
He really did. He gave almost everyone he played trouble. But Derrick Brown manhandled everybody in the SEC except Deontay Brown. Yep. Uh, but again, man, it's like I can't answer for these things anymore. I can't answer for the coaches, you know. And inevitably, guys, we're still gonna do this thing where if the Panthers, like, look, I, okay, Bat Daddy, I know you said you know this game isn't on Sam, but I, I'll tell you what, man, as time goes on, I don't see any of the traits that I would want to see from a franchise quarterback. I think he's put mm-hmm. up some good performances, mm-hmm. but I think he also misses pretty wildly at times. I think whenever he's flustered, uh, that's when he makes these terrible throws. On the first play of the game, Sam Darnold threw the dumbest pass that I've ever seen, man. Even ground-level rookie quarterbacks know most of the part, most of the time not to throw that pass to the sideline if it's that covered. They're going to jump the route. He's lucky that it wasn't a pick six. I got a stat for you, Cody. Uh, Since the Jets, his passer rating has gone down. Hmm. Yeah. Each game has gotten worse with his passer rating. He was 102. He was 102. Damn, my phone just shoved. (laughs) (laughs) I I think what you're saying, though, every every performance, every performance has been – uh, less than yeah, he's getting worse and worse. And mm. Sam Darnold uh, continues to kind of meander a little bit. It's like we're not seeing the kind of player that we want Sam Darnold to be. My problem is, is that even if we give Sam a benefit of the doubt here, which frankly I don't think he's deserving of, if I'm just being honest, but say we did, just because we picked up his fifth year option. If we can go through every, you know, overturn every rock, do whatever we have to do to fix this offensive line, and then what happens next year if Sam still doesn't prove himself to be that guy? You know, it's like I don't know how much better we expect this to get, but the fact that our O-line is so terrible, I'm just worried that Joe Brady and Sam Darnold are going to get the benefit of the doubt when they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. They will. And they you're exactly right, Cody. They will get the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, these Panther fans are just going to have to get over this whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, yeah, every, every week yeah, we get the same thing in the chat that, <laughs> oh, we need to trade for Deshaun Watson. We need to, Deshaun Watson is not coming to Carolina, people. It's not happening. His career might be over, if I'm being Even honest. if Deshaun, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Even if they were, whoever trades for Deshaun Watson, as soon as the trade goes through, guess what? Roger, Roger Goodell's going to put him on the exempt list. The only reason he's not on the exempt list right now is because Houston has already said we're not going to play him. So there's mm-hmm. no need to do it. But any team that trades for him, the first thing he's going to do is put him on the exempt list. And then you gave away all your assets for what? A guy that may never play for your franchise if he's found guilty. Yep. So get over it. Sam Darnold is our quarterback, at least for the next two seasons. Hey, Cody. Yeah. Uh, His uh, pass rating for the Jets is 102. New Orleans was 99.1. Houston was 95.7. Dallas was 85.5. Philly was 44.5. And today was 55.6. Yeah, but I I don't – I'm not going to – I'm not going to necessarily fault him for today. Today – no, I, I'm going to put a lot of the blame on the receivers, and more specifically, 
I'm going to say it right now. Fuck Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Okay, it's I'm sorry. Week, Your yeah. second quarter performance was absolutely terrible. And if I was Matt Rule, I Did would you? not have put him in the game in the second half. I know he caught that last touchdown, but I would I mean, not have put him in the game in that, that second half. Any receiver could have caught that touchdown. Hey, let me ask you yeah. this. It, uh, I've noticed there's been a lot of like, just really boneheaded play calls, specifically on third down. Like a lot of screen passes and shit on big time third downs. Yes, I've noticed that. And it, it, it has me wondering, is is Joe Brady trying to over, overcompensate for a, a real lack of, you know, one, pass protection, but maybe even Sam Donald at this point. Maybe he doesn't trust Sam, especially with the kind of coverage that Minnesota had. Maybe Joe Brady just didn't trust Sam to not throw – uh, to not throw interceptions. It's starting to look like not Teddy back. Bridgewater's fault. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know I if think, I can go that far. I think far. you did a lot. I am not going to go that it. far. Yeah. yeah I really Bridgewater think he's going to pass protection because Sam, he's going to throw the ball. He's going to throw the ball in the coverage because he's got guys coming in his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Sam, ro- Sam did roll out a couple of times, and he actually threw the ball away. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. he lived for another play. Which is good. I'd rather have him do that than yeah. to throw it into double coverage. But I mean, of course, they're going to throw those dump screens because guys weren't getting loose when they when he did step back in the pocket, and when he did step back in the pocket, they were running stunts and they were, as I said, hitting him right in the face. Yeah. There, there's two reasons why I will take Sam Darnold over Teddy Bridgewater all day long. First off, Sam Darnold, even though he's not great at it, will attempt the deep ball. Okay, he at least yeah. keeps us on our toes. Let's face it. When we finally see that ball in the air, it's like, oh hey, something might happen here. And sometimes something does happen. Sometimes, a lot of times, it doesn't. Okay? Definitely... But the other reason, go ahead. The yeah. other reason why is because Sam Darnold can run. Okay, yeah. we need to we do more of the designed runs. We need to tell Sam that whenever he is flustered or thinks that he is going to get flustered, to run your little ass off to get the play. Because our offensive line is not going to get us the play. The only person that's going to get us the play is going to be Sam or our receivers. And if our receivers aren't open, Sam needs to run. Sam needs to turn himself into Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I agree with that. But I do regret giving up a second rounder now, looking at it. Mm, me too. Maybe a third rounder, I would have gave up. Hey, so this ought to be fun. Let me uh, let me see what you guys think about this right, uh, right quick. Let me let you hear from your quarterback. He was asked um, when Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, when they struggle with drops, and tell me if you can hear it. Let me make sure the volume is all the way up here. Hold on. All right. Can't really hear it. Can't really hear it. He basically said they're both pros. They know what they have to do. Yeah. I mean, that's another, that's, another that, that's, that's a that, fair yeah, answer. Is, is that's, yeah. that's, not, that's not wrong. It's not throwing you know? the bus. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You, know, you know, that's, that's, the, same, that's the same as Matt Rule, not saying anything. But in all reality, that's a fair answer for what it is. Mm-hmm. But, okay, hold on. Let me be fair. As someone who was a noted Teddy Bridgewater you know, not hair, but I, I I kept it real about Teddy Bridgewater. 
is this in any way similar to when Teddy Bridgewater was saying, hey, DJ ran the wrong route in the end no, zone on the back wrong. of that one play? No. Is, is this is this not the same thing? No. no. Similar, yes, but I've seen Sam fall on the sword before. So, you know, I'll give Sam a little bit more of a of the benefit of the doubt, whereas Teddy, I never once saw him fall on the sword. Maybe he did, and I just didn't see it. But Teddy Bridgewater notoriously never fell on the sword, at least from what I saw. And he didn't blame them for a play. He just said, hey, they didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah and that's, that, that's true, man. He said they know what to do. And listen, there was even that play, I think it was in the second quarter, where Sam threw a laser beam right on that inside crosser to, to DJ Moore. But DJ just – uh, the commentator even made it sound yeah. like DJ purposefully didn't catch that ball because he knew he was about to be blown up. And, yeah. ew, man. I didn't, it, that. I didn't like that and, announcer, and, man. That announcer, it was so funny. Oh, he, He's always he, giving this shit. He was talking yeah. shit so bad. He was like, oh, look, look he looked like Robbie Anderson whenever uh, uh, the, the, a Vikings pass it the ball. It looks like Robbie Anderson now. And then – there was a couple of things he said, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's talking some serious shit." Well, well, Vilma is a former New Orleans Saint, so yeah, uh, Jonathan Vilma. And 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 before anyone from the chat says it, I don't know if you guys remember that play last year where where Teddy Bridgewater basically did the same thing to uh, to Mike Davis, threw him right into double coverage, and Mike Davis was about to get lit up if he actually caught it. Mm-hmm. The, Ted, Sam Darnold is not doing that constantly. Teddy Bridgewater yeah. last year. There was there was plays in almost every game where he basically was thrown to guys trying to get him hurt, from what it seemed like. Whereas Sam Darnold, I can only think of one maybe two plays this season where that has happened. Unfortunately, today was one of those plays with DJ. I feel like yeah. the players on the are who we go against on defense has been pressing up on our receivers because they know that Sam doesn't have the time. Yeah, they know that Sam doesn't have the time. And I I frankly think that it goes back to that thing where ever since DJ Moore has been here, there hasn't been a dependable quarterback. So it's like he doesn't have that connection with any of the guys that he's throwing the ball to, man. Look at Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Or or Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Like you know reminds me of Tony? Who? Steve Smith, his whole entire career. Hey, Having to watch you know. Matt Moore, Jimmy Clausen, I mean, you name it. And, uh, Doc J381, I don't know what you want us to say, man. Our, we've said that our receivers needed to play better. They needed to catch the ball. But we're not going to not give Sam his just two, man. Yeah. He's not playing well. And anyone looking to come in here and make excuses for one player or position group or another, there's enough for everyone to go around, man. There's enough criticism of our defense, even though we've all been very complimentary of them. There's certainly enough for the offensive line. There's certainly enough for Sam Darnold. And there's now plenty on our coaches. There are now legitimate gripes and legitimate criticisms about Joe Brady and our head coach Matt Rule, man. And what did Matt Rule say about head time and time again? What did Matt Rule say about Sam Darnold? You don't have to come in and be the hero. Well, he's he's not being the hero. 
I don't think that that's – I honestly don't think that's what they want Sam Darnold to be. I think Sam Darnold is a quarterback that's good enough to win a Super Bowl with, good enough to win a championship with, but Jimmy never going to be never going to be an MVP guy. He's never going to be a top yeah. three, four, five guy, and I'm fine with that. You can win championships like that, but you have to build around him first, and they've done that, I think, for the most part, except for the most important part in the <laughs> offensive line. Yeah. So, you know. Now, Cody, a couple of comments ago, Sarah Taylor made yeah. a comment about, you know, the guys making – uh, talking about, you know, we have to clean up mistakes and things like that. I'm waiting to see what the media is going to do because they used to give Cam Newton grief. When Cam would come up to the microphone mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I got to I, I gotta be, I gotta do better next week. I can't make that pass. I got to, you know, clean this up. And they would give him grief. I'm waiting to see if they give Matt Rule and Sam Donald the same kind of grief they gave Cam Newton about They won't. They won't. I agree, they won't. You're absolutely right, they won't. They, they yeah. won't because Sam doesn't have the same attitude that Cam does. And Cam's they attitude did. was the reason why he stood out as much as he did. But Cam's attitude was he wanted and... to win above everything else. He I may see. have been about it differently, but you could tell Cam cared. Oh, yeah. Well, it, uh, Panthers yeah, fans it, could tell that. But if I you see want to so excuses for Sam Darnold not succeeding, but I've never heard anything like with Cam Newton. Yeah. Cam never has the amount of weapons that Sam Darnold has. Oh, 100%. Nope. No. 100%. No. No. God, no. But, uh, Cam, uh, how shitty is it that the Panthers quarterback position is a job where people go to die? Uh, it's like it doesn't matter if it's Cam Newton, Ted Bridgewater, Sam Darnold. It don't matter, man. They're all coming here, and ultimately they're going to look terrible. And do you know what feels even do you know what feels even worse about this loss today is that this is the third year in a row where the Panthers start off hot and they have all of us up in the tizzy feeling like, oh man, we're gonna be able to make a playoff push. We're a legitimate contender in the NFC South. And then the Panthers like, nah, bro, you thought wrong as fuck. Are we the new Falcons? Gotcha, bitch. Are we the new Falcons? Oh, I'll say that. We're never the Falcons until we lose. The we're, we're the Bowl. we're the opposite. They, they, <laughs> we're we're the opposite of the Falcons. Time. The Falcons start off cold and then they get hot, whereas we start off hot and then get cold. Yeah, exactly. I remember and, they, used to, they used to start off so hot and then just flank out. But and hey, to, Cody. To, yeah, go ahead, Nick. I got a question for you, man. You remember yeah. whenever you were talking about Mac Jones in the draft? How basically you were saying that, you know, the only way for Mac Jones to really succeed is if he had an awesome offensive line. Yeah. Could those same criticisms be said about Sam Darnold? Like, I know Sam Darnold doesn't have the accuracy that Mac, that Mac Jones has. But, I mean, it seems like the only way that Sam Darnold can actually perform is if he has a halfway decent offensive line. I say yeah. every quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Well, no, yeah, okay, that's halfway look, decent. Look, there's, a, there, there's a okay. There is yeah. a select few quarterbacks in the NFL that are good enough to actually compensate for really bad offensive lines. Uh, again, I'm not Kyler saying Murray, a, I think uh, yeah, Kyler yep. Murray. Yep. Um, I, I think because of his mobility, Lamar Jackson is able to do it. Patrick Mahomes in that Super Bowl for as bad as that offensive line was. His receivers had a ton of drops. He, okay? hit, and, he hit people too. Man. And look, man, I know I know people don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying that he's coming here, but that man threw for almost 5,000 yards behind one of the worst offensive lines in football. So yeah. 
then okay you have a tier underneath that and people think that if i put someone in that tier that means i'm saying that they suck no i'm not saying that at all i think matt ryan is a good quarterback but he ain't doing shit behind a terrible offensive line neither is kirk cousins neither is garoppolo neither is bridgewater neither is in my opinion matthew stafford and a lot of those guys are considered to be you know Decent to average to maybe even above average quarterbacks. Okay, Matthew and Stafford's yeah. the MVP this year, and and Sam Darnold might be that kind of player. But where I disagree with you, Greg, is I don't think that's a recipe for a perennial contender. Yeah, Sam might be able to win us one Super Bowl if we put him in the perfect situation. But yeah, even then, you're asking for a one-off football team. It, it, unless you have a franchise quarterback, yes, your, team, your, your team isn't ever going to be a perennial contender year after year, like we know Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers, like we know Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray and Patrick Mahomes and all these players, man. It's like I Sam challenge Darnold you has to I, show some of those traits at some point. I wouldn't call Kyler Murray a, a perennial contender yet. He hasn't done anything yet. Right, right. I right, challenge true, you to true, look true, up true. Tom Brady's first three championship. They're average, and, and, and the statistics that he had the first three championship years that he won. Yeah, okay, but what did they? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I challenge you to look it up because Tom Brady was I, not I, a world beater quarterback in his first three titles. What are the chances that Sam Darnold becomes Tom Brady? Though? But they also, yeah, I'm deep, telling you, his, his stats were not that great. Too. I'm telling you, that it's not a, a lot grass going to put up for. But they allowed defense back then. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. We're building here is an amazing defense with an offense built around a quarterback that can get it done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and let's face it, Tom Brady's accuracy was a lot better than Sam's is. You know, yeah. I I grew I grew up watching the Pats. Yeah, every week. You know, you got to remember, I didn't become a Carolina Panthers fan until the end of the 2018 season. Nice. You know, when me and Josh went down to see the see. Uh, it was who was our backup then? It was Ta- Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen play against the Falcons in Week 16. You know that was my very first time watching the Carolina Panthers, and that's when I fell in love with the team. And I have yet to see a winning season with us. I've yet to even go down and see a game where we've won. And I've seen three games so far, and I'm getting ready to go down and see see a fourth. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed if I drive my ass all the way down from Massachusetts to see us lose. To the rookie Mac Jones, and I know it looks like a uh, four uh, That's for damn sure. Hey man, you might want to prepare yourself now, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, like <laughs> oh, I, it's not, it's yeah. not. The Patriots defense good, is man. shutting down the Cowboys right now. I mean, oh, is that yeah. who they're playing? The Patriots, yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, how awesome would that if the Cowboys fucking ate it today? Fourteen seven. It'd be good, but I hope they score a lot of points because I got Dak and Zeke on my fantasy team. So <laughs> I'd love to see like lose like 45, 46. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna lose my first fantasy game this week. So yeah. I don't know how I'm winning because most of my talent is out. McCaffrey, uh, Jerry Judy, Cam Akers. Yeah. Fucking oh, Debo's out for a bye week. And yeah, I'm gonna in, in both my leagues, I two. have at least seven know. players on bye during week seven next week. So I just when I drafted, I just decided week seven was just going to be a loss. I don't have to worry about fantasy football next week. And Jameis Winston players on a bye. is out. Is a bye week too. I got yeah. I'm playing a super flex, two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. 
both my quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, for me. yeah Atlanta. A- a- Atlanta wasn't I'm still playing winning. today, and New Orleans wasn't playing today. This was a big day for Carolina to take a big step in our division, yeah. and instead. We took a big step in some dog shit, bro. Yep. Uh, people are already flaming. Damn, Darnold, dude. That Panther looks like a ghost, too, man. That's, that's a And that's guy. the one that he drew. <laughs> You're right. Uh, maybe, maybe that's why he looks so surprised right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, dude, so embarrassing, man. Dude, how long are the Panthers going to have to go through this? Where they just get our hopes up and, and then just to let us down with the quickness? That, that's it's what really the Panther fans all about. Man. Yeah. It's been a uh, like that since I was 13. I honestly feel this is going to be the, what we're going to be dealing with the rest of the season. I'm sorry. Until they get that offensive yeah. line fixed, we're going to be until next season. This is yeah. what – this is what C three is gonna I be said, like the rest of the season. I, hate I said on, I said on the well, Friday free for all when, when we were three and zero. They said that we were uh, ahead of schedule when it comes to this team. We're like we weren't supposed to be this good. I mean, or we are we on schedule actually? And not ahead. I guess we're back on schedule. We were. They worked <laughs> on the defense. The defense is built up. Now this offseason, they'll work on the offensive line and trying to keep certain pieces of the defense. And next season, hopefully they'll come back and with a decent offensive line, and that's when we'll see them make a push for the playoffs. Maybe we take our offensive line and create a game called Squid Games and see which one comes out of it. Hey, uh, Greg, do you, need to, you need to jump off, bro? Yeah, man, I got to head out real quick. Sorry, something I expect to come up real quick. Yeah, you're but, fine, uh, man. Um, Happy to uh, bro. Appreciate y'all having me on once again. Always fun. Uh, Panthers, you know, we're still kind of doing our thing, but uh, you know, as you always tell Panthers, hold fans, it up, uh, hold it up, right. hold it up. Everybody, just here. Remember. I'll put you on. I'll put you on solo layout. There you go. Keep, <laughs> keep <laughs> pounding, everybody. Okay, we're, we're hey, at this point. Good at this point, you, two, two losses away. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Good seeing y'all too. At this point, I'm two losses away from starting to one or uh, get ready for the draft next year. Yep. Hey, yeah. uh, you know, this uh, This was week six, and uh, I don't know if you guys have been listening to what I say about week six, but I, I think uh, I think the Panthers are right on the mark. Greg, I appreciate you, brother. Glad you could stop in, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. you peace, man. Have a good one. Yeah, peace. And by the way, y'all, um, just in case you didn't hear earlier, um, I do not have a way to play the cat calls without showing everybody's number to the whole world. So um, until I figure out a better way to do it on my own, no cat calls today. They'll be back on Tuesday night. But um, if you have any questions or anything you want to ask or anything you want to say, drop them in the chat room while we still have you. Um, I appreciate my free-for-all boys for jumping on with me and hanging tough, man. Definitely appreciate you guys, man. This Panther Brotherhood runs strong. I love it. See through the family. Um. Absolutely. Yeah, man, dude. What? What else is there to say about this football team? Y'all tell Ooh, me. I got, what, I got what, something what, to say. What haven't we talked about yet? I, you know, I got something to say, Cody. Uh, you know, I I don't know how many people are watching. I don't know how many thumbs up there are, but you know, it seems like this chat really has that that fetish for shame. Oh, okay. hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Your boy drove 
350 miles, yelling and screaming at the windshield watching the game, pulled over on the side of the road just to be on this podcast. Hit the like button, guys. Subscribers, shame, y'all. That's all we're asking. No one's asking you to pull over on the side of the road to hit the like button. You just got to do it wherever you're at right now, man. That's all we want you to do, man. Just just don't do it while you're driving. Don't hit that like button while you're driving. Yeah, yeah not, not while driving. Uh, unless you're talented enough to do that kind of thing. But by all means. Yeah, but um, and shout out to Dexter Henderson for the – uh, 449 pounds. It was great seeing the Panther fans at the London game today. Need a fan base. Uh, it's not a fan base. It's a brotherhood. Not a great result, but keep pounding. Shout out to you, Dexter, from across the pond. We appreciate the love and support, man. Um, yeah, what are we not talking about? What do we need to discuss with this football team? I feel like we've kind of touched on it all, but I mean, listen, is there any hope? How about this? Is there any hope for the Panthers going forward? And Week if nine. so, what does it involve? What does it look like? Week what nine. has to happen for the Panthers to turn this around? I CMC think come back. Yeah. And honestly, even when he comes yeah. back at this point, he's coming back in the, the hardest part of our season. So I'm just we, like, we're playing Buffalo and Tampa twice and – we just got to hold up until then, till week nine. Hope we can get Unfortunately, guys, I say we get maybe three, three. Let's see, right now we won three games. I say we get three, maybe four more wins the rest of the season. Probably. Dude. I think, can, I think we beat the Giants. I think we can beat Miami. I think we can beat Atlanta. But with Atlanta, you know they always end up stealing one from us. So, but the rest of Buffalo, Tampa Bay, I – New Orleans in New Orleans is not looking good. I mean, by week nine, we're going to be a total different team with Gilmore, Henderson, and then McCaffrey back. I mean, if if McCaffrey's back week nine, that's true. They could, you know, and, and you know what? We haven't even talked. We haven't even talked. Yeah, about that's McCaffrey what I was about to bring it up. Okay. How, because how, well, yeah, go ahead, man. Look, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at this coaching staff just in general. Okay, the very vanilla play calls on offense. Not using Sam Darnold's best weapon, okay, as much as we have, which is obviously his legs. Like his arms, his arms okay. You know, his accuracy isn't necessarily there. He has the option for the deep ball, but his legs are his best asset, and his legs yeah, are the only gross. thing that's actually kept us in games. Okay, so you know the fact that our coaching staff has been very vanilla, and the fact that they waited until yesterday. To put Christian McCaffrey on IR, what the hell is that shit? Yeah, like seriously, why would you not have put him on IR right <laughs> after the hamstring injury? I mean, looking back, and look, look back at the All or Nothing series. You had Dave Tepper yelling at Ron Rivera, saying that something needs to happen here. We can't keep doing this, and yet it's what two years later, and we're still doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. A new coaching regime. A new what, co- dude. What the fuck? That is the saddest thing in this whole like that we had to wait a year and a half to realize that we didn't escape all the things that we thought we were escaping when we fired Ron Rivera. Like a lot what of these tell you, same BS tendencies, man. That doesn't that does not spell out to be good. 
for the Panthers going forward. Not even a little bit, man. And, and then again, like, okay, my take has been J.C. Horn is going to be a really good football player. And I'm not coming off of that. I no. think J.C. Horn's going to be a damn good football player. Oh, he, but he's, if, he's a lights-out corner. But if Sam Darnold is going to cost $18 million last year, you passed on Justin Fields, which I don't know how he looked today, you know, but he has some good plays. Yeah, he had some good plays, but then also Rashawn Slater and J.C. Horn is injured. He's not even playing for the football team right now. Mac Jones is seven for seven for a touchdown. Then you add on top of Terrace Marshall Jr. is hurt, and people have been criticizing him for not either doing enough on the field or Joe Brady for not getting Terrace involved in the game plan as much. Yeah, I kind of think that's what it is, too. Uh, And then, like I said earlier, Brady Christensen, our third-round pick, the coaches refused to to play him. So it's like our first, second, and third-round picks in the draft this year are ostensibly doing nothing for us. Well, you hear the announcers say we had no dump off for Sam. That would have yeah. been Chris McCaffrey. We had not even in Chuba. Chuba can't catch. Chuba yeah. can catch for mm-hmm. shit. I guess you put Tommy Trimble back there to as a fullback. Yeah. And, uh, one other, one other thing, guys. I know where everybody's like, okay, well, Christian McCaffrey will be back at week week nine. He'll be back. He'll be back. Are we gonna take bets on if he makes it the rest of the season when he does come back? He I think. Better. Yeah, he better. I mean, last year we were talking the same thing about uh, Dante Jackson and his foot. And, uh, yeah, the trade. As, as people were saying earlier, Dante Jackson's in a, in a contract year. Things get very different once you get that contract. Yeah. Things that you would normally play through when you're trying to get that contract all mm-hmm. of a sudden hurt a lot worse when you've already gotten paid. Yep. I know, I know players aren't going to like it, but I think we need to stop giving long-term deals. We need to start doing one-year deals. We should even no, nobody, nobody's going to like us for it, but, I mean, let's face it. You want to cont- You want to be competitive? Keep doing one-year deals. Well, at least, at least not I, until That's never going to happen. I see what you said, Nick, but that's never going to happen. Yeah. But No, and, I agree. Well, I don't think it ever will. I say this, I already know people. I, I already know, so you don't have to say it. You don't pay running backs. Mm. That's why you put them you at receiver. You never build no Super Bowl one. team has built their franchise offensive side of the ball around a running back. It Tell does not happen. Tell as, we said, as we were talking about on the Friday free for all, look at the past 10 Super Bowl winners. Not a single one. We're paying paid, for running backs. A top 10 paid running back. Would you pay a receiver for a thousand yard season and a hundred catches? Dude, I look, man, paid, I would not have paid Robbie Anderson. No, I'm sorry. I just, no, I'm, I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. No. I wouldn't pay Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey is not going to switch. Would, you can say what you want. McCaffrey's not going to switch to being a full time slot receiver. He's not going to do full time, but like no. maybe half of his snaps are a receiver. He's a running back. He's hey, not, let's, well, let's keep it on CMC for a minute. We didn't get a chance to talk about this. I think it happened after the free-for-all. It yeah, did. It, it, it yeah, happened it, yesterday. Yeah, it, it was yesterday. Why did the Panthers wait until right now to put McCaffrey on IR? Why didn't they already do it after he got hurt against Houston? So yeah. that, way, that way this Vikings game 
we could be hoping to have him back by the time we play the Giants. Because but instead, what, we had that, him limited in practice. And then, and listen, I, I think that they're afraid to say it, but I think he re-injured himself when he was limited in practice. Yeah, man. I think that he re-injured himself. They tried to force him back into the offense because the Panthers are, quite frankly, the Carolina Christian McCaffreys. We're oh, we are 0-3 without man on the field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they're like, hey, we have, to get, we have to get Christian McCaffrey out on the field pronto because we have no offensive identity outside of him. We don't, and that's on Joe Brady. They didn't, they didn't put him on IR back when he got hurt in Houston because the trainers were telling everybody, the trainers were telling the coaching staff that it's mild and he can be back in a couple of weeks. There's no reason to put him on IR. And as you just said, he went out there in practice and he re-aggravated it. And at that point, Matt Rule had no other alternative than to say, okay, we're putting him on IR and we can leave it at that so we don't have to talk about it anymore. Hey man, not right. only not only is the ghost of Ron Rivera strong in these Panthers halls, <laughs> but the ghost of Ryan Vermillion still here too. Ain't that a bitch? We we're charting out players that are still hurt when they shouldn't be out there. Man, this is dude. It's so dumb, man. It, it's so disappointing that we thought we left all of this behind. And yet here we are talking about it even still, dude. So I, I honestly at this point don't know how you fix this team. I mean, we've already made our bed at this point. As I said, Christian McCaffrey's here. He's our running back. He, he's not. Unfortunately, he's yeah, not going anywhere. anywhere. So we've made our bed. I don't see how you fix this. You, this year you yeah. can't. This year you can't because the the biggest issue that we have is the offensive line, and, and that's it's going to cost way have. too. That's well, no, you can draft it, but that's not an issue that you can fix mid season. No, no, that's that's an issue, but even then, if you're talking about fixing it during the draft, we're gonna have to trade down, we're gonna take our first round pick and trade back because we have no second round pick, we have no third round pick. Mm -hmm. Do we have a fourth round pick at this point? Yeah, yeah, we have, we have, yeah, we have a fourth. You think we We trade back up into the second or third? So basically, we have a first, a fourth. I think we still have a fifth and a seventh. We might have a bunch of sevenths because we got like Teddy Bridgewater, some other people we traded for a seventh. What's so up? Basically, so basically, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to trade down. Hopefully, well, I'm not saying hopefully we'll be bad because we the way it's looking, we are going to be bad. Greg Little. We trade from the here? top 10 or the middle part of the draft back to the back end of the first round. And we may pick up a first round pick the following year and a second round pick. Maybe a fifth rounder from New England. You know, yeah, we get a comp pick from New England if if Gilmore leaves. I, I you know, I'm I'm not trying to change the subject here, but I hope that we at least get Horn back for one game while we have Henderson and Gilmore on the field. It's entirely dependent, man. If we were talking about the Panthers being a legitimate yeah. playoff team, then, yeah, I'd have been all about it. I definitely want J.C. Horn back. But if it's looking like this season is already in the tanks, dude, stuff him for next year. Like yeah. it, it, it's it's already we're already looking at that, you know. Like why why bring them back? You Just know what this team has the potential to be? Huh? At, at best, this team has the potential to be the 2015 Broncos. 
Shit quarterback play in all defense. Dude, but our uh, dude, our offense is I don't think way, I don't think we have the personnel to be all defense. Way, our offense like, is worse than that than that team, man. At yeah. least they were able I don't know about that. Dude, we oh, have our the worst, is worse than the 15 Broncos. I hate we to say have it, the worst offensive line. Know, man. Who had who has a worse offensive line than the Carolina Panthers? They had a better offensive line, but I'm talking about offense in general. They're no, but to really anyone good. in the chat room, anyone on Twitter, anyone in here, and like someone Actually, named me a the Houston worst City offensive line. The Houston the Kansas Texans City Chiefs right now. David Carr, uh, Derek Carr was a rookie. That was the worst offensive line. I think he got oh, more, more than anybody in NFL history that year. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, right, and right now the and right now the Chiefs actually have a worse offensive line than us. Really? Yeah, it, it's their offensive line is terrible. Like if it's if it's not as bad as I'm pretty sure they're worse than us. I don't well, really know. that trade everybody was talking about Carolina getting an offensive lineman from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, but that's the the, the the offensive lineman that we wanted is injured right now, Michael Schwartz. Yeah, I he has back, he has back issues. Mitchell Schwartz. Oh, that's is right. He is a free agent. I'm so, I'm sorry. You are right. I forgot about that one. But I, I thought that, that was the too. one that everyone wanted. Yeah, he is because somebody mm-hmm. re- uh, messaged him on Twitter and uh, tagged the Panthers in it, and then he gave a shrugging emoji when they asked why why he hadn't been signed by Carolina. And yeah. he just gave a shrugging emoji. But I mean, is that really going to fix things? No. I mean, no. They, no, the, the, it's really not the tackles at this point. The pressure is coming hard. from up the middle. The yeah. interior. It's been the interior. And it's it's going to continue. The site today was the interior. For yeah. as much grief as we gave Cam Irvin at the start of the season, he has not been the problem. No, is he the, well, is he great? Absolutely not. But he's not been the main problem. Our main problem have been Paradis and those two guards. Yeah, who yeah. are guards from last year? We had Daly last year, and who else? We had Daly. We had John Miller. Um. Oh man, I can't even remember who the other guard Cause, was. Cause, oh yeah. Because here's what I want to know: Why the hell is our offensive line so much worse this year than last year? Whenever we had the same personnel, for the most part, we had the same personnel. There's another guy that was on the that's not on the team this year. I can't remember his name. Was it Schofield? Michael yeah. Schofield? Yeah, yeah. Schofield yeah, says Schofield. Yeah. Okay. So Schofield when I know your name. Schofield, Paradis, Van Roten. Yeah, Van Roten was here too. Um, oh, that's right. Van, Van Roten was with the Jets last season. Van Roten was here two years ago. Dude, it's been, such a, it's been such a blur of terror. Your offensive lineman, I shouldn't even know your name. I shouldn't know Miller. Yeah. Our la- last year's yeah. starting offensive line, Trent Scott played left tackle. Schofield played left guard. Paradis was at center. Uh, Miller was right guard. And Moten was right tackle. Because it was by supposed way, to be, it was supposed yeah. to be Russell Okun, but Okun was hurt all the time. Yeah, by the way um, – Joe Person says the 571 yards allowed tied for the second most allowed by the Panthers in team history. Really? Tied, tied with Matt Ryan's 500-yard game. It didn't even seem like they got that many yards. Was that the 500-yard game where Julio caught 300 yeah, yards? Yeah, and, 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 and Benavid Wickery was the scapegoat, dude. 
Yeah, that was, that was so bad. That poor man. That's the one. His That's career was one. toast after that. And hey, this is a good question by Alex Christmas. Where was the pass rush? Where was the pass rush, man? I felt like our DBs kind of, for the most part, did well today. But, like, we didn't have – I mean, how many sacks did we – do we even have a sack? Do, uh, I, I think we one, he, right? With Co- Cody, here's the, here's the thing to remember, okay? Our pass rush has not been the same since J.C. Horn went down. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we okay, so... running man coverage to run in zone. Yeah, we're, exactly. we're not we're not a man a man team anymore, and I think that's been what we will be our... next week. Yeah, we when so. Stephon Gil- Stephon Gilmore is a man corner, so when but he it, comes back, again, guys, we never we never answered the question. If Stephon when Stephon Gilmore steps in, who loses their spot? Not Dante, whoever the next guy is. Yeah. Dante will I mean, be there. Uh, I think CJ Hendricks is going to be, be out probably, there. Probably Maybe Bouye. I mean, yeah. I mean, like said, Keith Taylor played really well today. I was yeah. very impressed with Keith Taylor. Yeah, Taylor was amazing. Hey, real quick, man, <laughs> Nirvas with the $20 love bomb. Appreciate you, brother. He says, none of these DBs we got play online or call plays or throw the ball downfield. We may need a quarterback and O-line and not enough high draft picks to address it next year. What a damn mess. And, dude, I I feel like we're all coming to this very hard realization about the Carolina Panthers in a very real way right now where we're being abruptly faced with the harsh reality that this football team – They overcompensated in one area – and it's just it's a mess. Yeah. How long do you think I, they can Donald if he keeps playing like this? No. I wonder now, if we can take yeah. some of our extra edge rushers that we don't use. Like um who was the guy that well not necessarily in a trade, but I mean it would be stupid, but hell, let's try some of those guys that we don't use on O line just to see. <laughs> yeah. We tried that a couple of years ago. We took the defensive tackle and made him a guard. Who? Yeah, that that didn't work out. What was his name? Chan, was it Chandler? <clears throat> there was a, a defensive tackle. I believe his name was the last name was Chandler. I can't remember his first name, but they turned him into an offensive lineman. We saw like Cincinnati Bengals right now. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and listen, yeah, we really uh, – Karen Choi says we don't have the draft picks to fix it online. I think it was year. Nate Chandler. I'm sorry. I think it was Nate Chandler. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, Nate, he was a defensive lineman, and Ron Rivera was like, well, he's had some offensive lineman tendencies, and we moved him over to the offensive side of the ball. He How was that work out? <laughs> he was hey, do y'all, think, do y'all think there's any truth to this? Uh, Mark Llewellyn says uh, this defense is easily fixed. Uh, it's – just fix the big issue is no man corner, which we get back soon, and no Shaq Thompson. Shaq is Our offense, you. time of possession, tired out the defense. And, yeah, this mm-hmm. is something that we said, too, that we're not playing complimentary football and yeah. that our offense no. doesn't let our defense get off the field. Plus, our defense uh, held them to a fourth and out, blocked a punt, returned it for a touchdown, and then went right back on the field. Like, yeah. And they scored, so, I mean. But even even when our defense was playing well to start the season, we have yet to see an offensive performance 
that gives us any shred of hope we won't. about what this team might be, man. And, and it's like there's no, there are no players to trade for right now to fix it. You're not going to upgrade the quarterback. You, mm-hmm. This is what you have. This is what the Panthers have. And it, it's, you know. With our With the draft picks we have and with our team the way it is, it kind of reminds me of Houston. When they had no first or second or third round pick, team was and, trash. And then, well, again, that, that brings me back to let's say there's a quarterback that we like in the draft. Okay, we're not drafting a quarterback, Cody. I we're mean, maybe, we could. Look, Cardinals look, did it, and they're 5-0 they're right now. But, Drew, look at David Tepper, though. We didn't give up anything for Sam Donald. We gave up some breadcrumbs. And then on top of it, we got rid of uh, Teddy Bridgewater after one year, and we paid him a three-year contract. Cody, if we get if we get rid of Sam Darnold, it will be for a veteran. He is not going back with a rookie. It's funny that you say that. It's funny you say that, Drew. Because what was my mental? What was my thought on how Matt Rule is going to build this team? Hmm. What was it? The yeah, fact that he puts the young guys on defense and he puts the veterans on offense. Yeah. Yep. And that's what happened. You will, he will, they're not going to draft a quarterback because you're basically starting from scratch with a rookie quarterback. They're not going to do it. Yep. The Cardinals did it and it worked out fine for them. Yeah, but we're talking about David Kemper. He's yet to have a winning season. He's owned this team for, what, three or four years now? Yep. He's yep. yet to have a winning season. He's going to be opening up a brand-new facility in Rock Hill. And he's yet to produce anything on the field. That man is not going to stand for this. Matt if we get rid of, we get rid of Sam Darnold, it will be for a veteran. And if I'm going to tell you, if this is if this is Aaron Rodgers' last season in Green Bay, I say they they find a way to move on from Sam Darnold. They build an offensive line, and they say, "Look, we've got a young defense. We put an offensive line here. We've got offensive weapons. You got to put the you offensive line together the, first. You take over the offense, and you run it. If you got to get the offensive line first because Aaron ain't going to come here if he ain't got no offensive line. Well, you got to remember, free agency will be out there. They can spend some money in free agency. We may lose. We may we, lose. We are going to have any money for it. We may lose Stephon Gilmore. Well, we'll, I mean, we'll lose more than Stephon Gilmore, man. We yeah. got we got to pay Hassan Reddick, we got to pay Frankie Louvu, we got to pay DJ Moore, we got to pay all they these don't other have guys. To, that's the thing. Yeah, but they don't a, have to pay DJ Moore this offseason. We don't. I got, thought this was the last his, year. He'll be on his fifth year option. Yeah, yeah. Option. I mean, and he might not want to play, but the fact okay. of the matter is, if you haven't earned it, you haven't earned it. And no. if, um, that, if that makes you so yeah, mad but that you he's earned it. Play, for another football. So, okay, who has, without a shadow of a doubt, earned a brand new contract here DJ. in Carolina? DJ. Oh, DJ. Not DJ, for the money DJ. he's he, going to, Now, Nick, not for the money he's going to want. Has he earned a contract? Yes. For the money that he's going to want? No. So then uh, we're going to All right, hold on. Okay. I, got, I, got a, I got to do a counter argument to that. Who was DJ's quarterback back in 2019? 2019? Was it 2019? That was the two backups. Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke. It was Kyle Allen. Yep. And Taylor Heineke came in a couple of times, but you're right. Mostly mostly Kyle Allen. Okay. 
who was who was uh, our quarterback last year? And what was his furthest throw? Ten yards down the field. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. You had DJ Morris sat behind backup quarterbacks or an injured Cam Newton or Teddy Dumpster Water for the last three years, and yet the last two seasons he's had a thousand yard seasons. Uh, but he deserves a contract. Oh, okay, he's, but then are DeAndre saying, Hopkins. Are we then saying that we're going he's to be overpaying? <laughs> we're going to be overpaying for a running back and a wide receiver. Because you're only overpaying is. for. You're only well, overpaying for him if he doesn't perform. Right, so, you don't have to pay him next season. Wait, hold on. Let, but before we go any further, right. the traffic has subsided. And Tony Dunn is joining the post game show. Oh, hey, up? oh man. Tea, you guys hear me? Oh, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, hear you, man. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, that um, nightmare of I-95 reminded me of that nightmare of a football game for the Carolina Panthers that I, tra- <laughs> that I watched on my phone uh, as we uh, bumper-to-bumpered it. How bad is that? Like, I could watch a football game. The traffic was so bad. You weren't missing it. You weren't missing much. No. Yeah. What do you guys cover? Tell, fill me in. What's the kind of general uh, sentiment? Pretty much everything. Uh, a little bit of everything. This offensive line is pathetic. Um, our coaches continue uh, to make these boneheaded play calls, um, uh, including Joe Brady. Dante Jackson is the heart of our defense. But, Tony, I don't know if you know this yet or not. Today, the Panthers' defense gave up 571 yards. That is the second most the Panthers have ever given up in their history, and it tied the performance where Matt Ryan threw for 500 yards on us. Man, it didn't. I mean, I know that. Uh, yeah, like was that? End, no one that it didn't feel that. like that. It didn't feel like that. I think they had like I mean, two drives that start at their like one yard line. That helped a lot. Holy cow! Um, yeah, I think this is that, and um, Sam Darnold stinks. Yeah. We're stuck it's with like a bag. Yeah, it's a mixed bag, man. Is that like you see some moments where you think that Sam Darnold could be a, a very effective player? Um, and again, much like we said uh, in the past, that the offensive line dictates so much of a quarterback's success. But um, throwing a pick on the first play of the game, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, you knew it was going to be a tough day. And then what's going on with Robbie Anderson? Man, he can't Robbie in everything, man. Sure handed Robbie Anderson has had has got the dropsies, baby. He hasn't been good all this season. No, not at all. And last year he caught everything in his area code. Hmm? I said yeah, we should have traded before the season. We should have traded him. Um, did you guys see Curtis Samuel though? Is they're about to shut him down for the season? Oh, really? Thinking about it, yeah, or they're considering. I mean, like his groin, he reaggravated his groin injury, so it's like, gosh, I mean, uh, not I don't even want to hear the people saying we should have kept Curtis Samuel <laughs> over, you know. No, I mean, Christian comes back and pulls another hamstring or something, they might shut him down for the season. We really Are you able to, to get the calls to work, Cody. Nah. Not not without showing everybody's number. With the, so I did the VLC player thing, and uh, it, it doesn't let me show the audio, even if I just have it open in a window. So I can okay. share the audio from a Chrome tab, but not a window. 
Roger. Um, let's see. Uh, and I can pull them up. And I know you you probably got to go soon, and I can uh, keep pushing through. Yeah, I'll probably um, stay for like 15, 15 more minutes. What um, did that new guy play on the offensive line? Yep. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was and Michael he's... Jordan that played. I thought the I was I, they. Um, I heard Mick Mixon talking about it. It's some giant man. I didn't know if he was referring to the oh, guy. The that dude. We, oh, you talking about the, the guy that practice, we just signed to the practice Jacksonville? No, he didn't play. Okay, okay, he must have been talking about somebody on uh, Minnesota Minnesota's offensive line because there's nobody giant on our team, is there? Giant Bianchi, Brown. Yeah, he was, the, guy, the guy from Jacksonville that we signed to the practice squad, but I don't know if he was suited up or not. Uh, I, I think he's still on the practice squad. Yeah. What happened? I mean, they could have the offensive line today. And I mean, I know they gave up four sacks. Some of it sounded like it was on Donald or seemed like it was where no. they gave. I, Michael Jordan I was at least him. four. They can't block stunts. Michael Jordan got bull rushed right into Sam Darnold for one of them. And then he just let the guy whiff him on a stunt to get the second one. Jeez. Um, see, and, and this offensive line, is this like um, – who does this kind of – is this just something that it turned out to be worse than uh, we expected? Or is this something so. that, like, we have to start, like, really putting on the coach or, like, the whole – kind of just being a misfire for this team – entirely this offseason well we thought cam urban was going to be really bad but urban isn't the problem as we said earlier it's been paradise and the two guards that's where the most pressure is coming from is right up the gut yeah one thousand <laughs> percent yeah uh, the, and again tony one of the things that we've been saying is that it's really kind of hitting us in the face that the panthers don't really have a way to fix this we're no, gonna have to tell you in the we're gonna have, take. We're gonna have one pick in the top one hundred. Uh oh, we we're, yeah. we're we're now feeling like we don't have a quarterback that can get the job done. I mean, listen, regard even if you think Sam can play better than he is now, we don't have I'm a number sorry. two receiver. I don't I I don't think that he's a franchise quarterback. I no. just don't. He might be able to do some good things, but I don't see the kind of dog in him that I, I wanted to have seen by now. So uh, it's like now we need a, a There was some resiliency in his game today. I mean, he threw those fourth down uh, now, in the last him. five minutes of the and fourth quarter. How about them fumbles? You were right about the fumbles. Yeah. He fumbled yeah. today, fumbled it right away to him. On some and remember that fourth down today, if it wasn't for Patrick Peterson going out with a hamstring injury, yeah. that pass doesn't get completed to DJ Moore. I, we were saying, like, why don't they have more design runs for him? The dude can run. God, you know? I know. That one that he turned it up, it, re- right? it reminded me of, like, the one he did for the Jets. Wasn't Remember last year he had that big run for the Jets and, uh, like, for a touchdown, and he was, like, uh, just blowing past people. Here, yeah, let's, uh, here I got I got the calls up if you want to push through a couple of them before you got to go, Cody. Yeah, let's do that. Real, yeah, right. yeah, let's, and Nick, Real quick go? before you. Yeah, I, I still got another hour before I get home. So, hey man, dude, you're a soldier, bro. Stepping in on a moment's notice when I need you, dude, you're the homeboy, Nick. I definitely appreciate you, brother. Dude, you know, I got your back, brother. I, I, I know can, it. I man. love doing that shit, you know. The fact that you started the Friday free for all and I was able to hop on, man, I've been looking forward to a moment like that for a long time. 
So I'm happy that you guys started doing that. And uh, shout out to you guys, man. You guys always put out great content. The fact that you guys are here basically almost seven days a week at this point, you know, it's nice. You know, it, it helps us get through this, uh, what might be a tra- another trash of the season. You know, I know it's yeah, really starting man. to fall apart quick right now. It, it, it is, really man. Is. It is. I, I really hope the only thing that I can say is, man, we better not lose to the Patriots. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be so pissed if I drive all the way down there for us to lose to the Patriots and then have to come home and listen to everybody at work talking shit. Yeah. You know, so, but real quick, you guys can find me on Instagram at Monty's Motorsports. Uh, check out Josh from Mass's podcast, the Third Down podcast. He drops two episodes a week. It's always great content. And uh, guys, I will see you guys on Friday. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, bro. Keep pounding, dude. Keep All pounding. Right, uh, Keep thanks, pounding. Nick, man. I appreciate the support. Uh, let's go for, let's pop through with a phone call and see what these guys got to say. Let's do it. Baltimore beat the show of the Chargers. AC3, this is Brian Wells, man. If I ever hear any announcer call Joe Brady a fucking young offensive genius, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose my shit. I'm not surprised. Sam Donald's trash. Offensive line, trash. Just lose every fucking game until the end of the season. Get a number one draft pick. Get a, get a left tackle. Get a center. Fuck this shit over, bro. I just, uh, I, I just want to fire um, Joe Brady. I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I'm not even surprised. I think it's good that we lost. We just need to go ahead and lose the rest of the games and start over, bro, and get a new fucking quarterback. Thanks. You know, uh, I, 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 I want to um, say that Joe Brady has room to grow on the job, right? But I think this is, and I mean, and, and clearly it's the case, is like this offense is that it's, it's just a failure – failing in so many areas that he has to be part of the conversation. I don't think he's all the problem. That, and I think that's the problem with the offense is there's not only one problem, right? Yeah. Is that there's the offensive line. There's uh, this kind of funk we get into in the second half or, or today, the lack of offensive production, just period. It was a crazy stat. I heard at one point or Jonathan Vilma, who I actually like as a commentator. I think he's pretty, he's, he's all right. And uh, he said, man, it's pretty weird or something crazy when the penalty yards for the Minnesota Vikings are about to surpass the offensive production yards for the Carolina Panthers. That, it was just, uh, yeah. just nothing was going right. Darnold has is kind of – I think it's starting to get in his head a little bit, right? I think he's starting to get like in the funk of being a New York Jet kind of again. Uh, the offensive line continues to just get worse and worse as the season goes on. Uh, Chuba Hubbard might be the bright spot of this offense right now. Yeah. Chuba, Boy. Chuba can run the ball, but Chuba can't catch. He can't catch. No, he can't. He can't. Uh, did he have any drops today, though, or did they just yeah, take him yeah. out? Oh, yeah. Quite a few oh, drops. Oh, yeah. He had more oh, than one. Uh, more than one. So it's not even saying a whole lot when you're like Chuba, uh, Chuba was the best – Best player, he. I mean, even that wasn't wasn't great, man. Man, what's up, Underground West? Um, yeah, so like, it's just it's just a multi. Oh, but here's the other thing: is that if you guys all said that I was just a poo poo and Joe Brady before all this, <laughs> and I said don't coronate them just yet. Like, you know, it's like let's wait to crown people 
Um, and I know that people love to run with a fun storyline that gets legs, that has some traction and some things, and that, that you can be, um, you know, trying to get ahead of the curve. But we knew that the guy had never been fully in charge of an offense before. And I thought he's actually done pretty well, given the fact that he hasn't had any experience, right? I mean, that's a tough learning curve. But I think that part of the lack or the lack of production has got to come back to him at somehow. Like, why haven't they? I don't know. I don't know what you could do um, to change this, to, to right this ship. I said on the radio, Cody, yesterday, though, is that we were three. It doesn't really feel like we we're three and two. That was that was yesterday. Now you know what I'm saying we don't feel like a three and two team. It almost feels like we're a one and four team mm-hmm. after yeah. the last couple of weeks. And now today at three and three, you got to say three and three is a is a good a, a record that we almost don't deserve at this point. No, yeah. no, man. And I said it earlier. The Falcons didn't play today. The the Saints didn't play today. It was a big opportunity for the Panthers to move up in the division after an abysmal performance against the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that we almost did beat, and we all thought that we were going to beat easily going into that football game. And and then it's like the Panthers keep on losing these close ball games. And, Tony, guess what week it is, man? Guess what week it is? Week six. This week week six. How are we feeling about these Panthers now? Frauds. It, it is looking like we frauds. I think Sam Darnold's a front runner. Like when things are behind him, uh, I just. Yeah, so when things are good, his team is great, built but... to play from ahead, right? Yeah. I mean, they're built to play from ahead. And that and that's with the case with the offensive line is that you can, if you can't protect, you can't get yourself in passing like where you are one dimensional by being behind. Yeah. Um, Questions here. I'm going to go ahead and give them to you a little bit to think about for debate my take on Wednesday. Right. When do we start thinking about you said you don't think it's fixable because we don't have the picks. When do we start becoming sellers? Yeah. Right. And I think is one is should we trade Stefan Gilmore? Trade Stefan Gilmore after we already traded for him. Yeah, but trade them to like the Bucks for like a second round pick or something. I think Green Bay because was one. Richard Sherman just went down. He's out now with the hamstring. When do we start maybe selling AJ Bouye, who has been very good? How I about think. Robbie Anderson? He ain't We got all that new signing bonus and everything. Yeah. 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 You have to get all that money. At and best, getting a seventh rounder. So Drew brought this up on the Friday free for all. What about McCaffrey? What oh, you, I know. What, Are we going to be nobody sellers? Like, nobody like, wants to hear that. But if you look at the over the top, uh, over the cap, look at the post June cut, uh, post June trade. If you trade Christian McCaffrey after post June next year, we we take a little bit of a hit, but after that it comes down. But what do you get for him? Dude, it's at this point, I sell him for a bag of peanuts. He's not oh, playing. Oh, wow. Come on, man. God, would you say, okay. Davis before this injury? He's you, say, you, say come on, you say come on, but what are we getting out of him now? Look at I'm on Drew's side. Right now. Look at Zeke I'm right on, now. I'm on Drew's side, if man. If he's not on the field helping he us, be. what good is he to he our team? Be. 
Tony, he's acting you're a hindrance. I because you remember waiting on him coming back to be their savior. You, you need to rip the, the band-aid off and take him out of the equation completely. McCaffrey's gone. There's no more band-aid. This is what we have. You need to work with it. Tony, you, you remember, you remember after, after we signed Christian McCaffrey, you remember that I kept it honest. I love Christian McCaffrey, the player. I think he's incredible. But yeah. I don't care if he went 2000, 2000. I'm not signing him to that much money when no Super Bowl winning football teams pay their running backs that kind he's of He's not a real running man. back. Yes, he's he a receiver is. running back. Tell that to the yards receiving, 100 catches. But Kevin, I think not available is my issue with him. I don't. I think Christian McCaffrey is great. Trust me. If McCaffrey was healthy and he was on the field, absolutely. Do I hate the contract? Absolutely, I hate it. But he, I would have him on my team. Dante wasn't available not, last year either. But he's not available. He's played okay. Out of now, he's played uh, what seventeen, what sixteen out of twenty, what three games now. Neither was Dante last year, man. And now but we're that's all one, but that's one season with Dante. I know. I know. Everybody's ready issues. to suck on Dante's. You know what? Right? But that's the thing. That's one thing. Yeah, Dante had that one season last year. He was injured. McCaffrey has only played 16 games under Matt Rule. 16. We thought, we thought Thomas Davis was done after he got that horrible injury. Bounce back had the greatest look, years okay. of I just that's, think that's it's a, a that's, little that's prisoner different. of the moment. I think it's, it's a different when you're paying a linebacker moment. compared to playing a running back, and your running back is what your whole offense is built around. Yes, the defense is not completely built around Thomas Davis. He was a True. part of the defense. Yes. This offense is completely built around Christian McCaffrey. Yes. And if he's out, they but is it built around him by choice or just because he's the only lazy coaching that, like him and DJ are like the only players that are really good on the team on offense? I think this is I want to be careful about jumping too quick into the McCaffrey is an injury prone player narrative now. Yeah, until he gets back on the field and gets healthy, it's that's going to be part of the story. I do feel like it's a little recency bias because for his first four years or three years or whatever, he was remarkably durable, right? Uh, but he is, each game he misses now continues to put him in the conversation of being like Dalvin Cook, a great player when he's on the field, but never, ever, today. ever. Uh, um, yeah, and Dalvin Cook, you know, is Dalvin Cook is deserves to be in the conversation of like a Kamara, a Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> But I he think hasn't he been. He should be. He hasn't he been just because he hasn't been on the as field. available. Yeah, yeah. As Christian has historically until re, as of the last what sixteen games or whatever it is. And then on top of that, Kamara, Kamara's always playing. He plays through injury. He plays that man. Yeah. He hasn't missed a lot of time. Period. All right, let's go to the next call real quick. Yep. C three spam. You know who it is? Your boy Josh from Mass. What's and up, Josh? What a fucking heartbreaker today. Man, it, it yeah. was like I was like, "There's no way we're gonna we're gonna get down the field and get a touchdown." We got down the field, we got a touchdown. There's no way we're gonna get the two point. We got the two point. And then we get into overtime, and we just let these fucking mugs just march down the fucking field. Just march. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Both uh, at the end yeah, of the game and in overtime. The, team, the offense shows some urgency. 
and like hurries up. Oh, lo and behold, they can do things. Now, why don't you do that uh, a few more times a game? You know, how about at least one drive every fucking quarter? Because then the offense looks like it's functional, probably because it's going fast enough to just negate the fact that the offensive line is fucking booty cheeks. Penalties, <coughs> blown coverages. I mean, it's, it's just deplorable. It's a rough one, man. Yeah. This shit's getting old this year. I love when you hear people sigh into the cat fucking old. It's like, like, what am I doing I right now? Where to God? <laughs> They're like tired of even being like mad. Yeah. yeah. I come down to, at this point, I'm pretty sure watch us lose to the fucking Patriots. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to find whoever our goddamn old line coach is. I'm going to strangle him. Pat, I'm going to strangle that man. Something Pat Mc... Pat, something, Pat, Pat something. something, dude. I don't even... And Rodney Anderson, well, you can't catch the ball until the Pat game's on Meyer, the line. Is that what this is? And then Darnold, you know, we'll fumble. We'll throw a pick the first play of the game. How much did we lose by again? Yeah, right. Exactly. Those turnovers fucking cost us. Again. Fumbles, this shit's just got to be cleaned up. Do you think somebody from you think somebody from our coaching staff gets let go, like an offensive line coach or like some small coach? Right, staff? like to to try to like yeah. make a point. Um, you, well, you would think uh, it was going to be Chase Blackburn until this week, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And all of a sudden, how? And the crazy part about this team is in somebody put a good comment up about us playing discipline for the first three games and then not playing it uh, now. Is that like, uh, if you would have watched this game through the first three quarters and then cut it off and then woke up tomorrow and said, I'm going to go and podcast or talk about this game. You felt like you should wake up and say that this defense performed above, like, you know, like carried the team. You know, kept them in the game, score. You know, scored on special, and then now we can't even say that. Like after, like the whole narrative that the defense was very good in this game got ruined in a quarter and an overtime. Yeah, just like ruins. Like I mean, because uh, when Jonathan Vilma said, "Man, there's still time for them to go downfield and kick a field goal and win this game," I was like. Gosh, 42 seconds. We would not feel that way if we were the ones getting the ball and someone no. just tied it up with us. We would have been like, oh, man. Well, the Vikings did it last week, too. Yeah. Dude, I kind of wish that the field goal kicker would have made the kick instead of us going into overtime. <laughs> like, why? What? Why? Like, it's, it's even it was like once we lost the coin toss, you were like, Dude, shit. This it's is even more heartbreaking the way it was. They, they win the, the coin toss. They march right downfield and get a touchdown. And the guy takes his helmet off and flexes into the camera. Like it's The third even, receiver on the team. Like, it's even knows. worse. But I wanted to make it a point to highlight the comment that I have on screen. Because, again, we're talking about how many Vikings fans there were in the stadium. And Rare Gamer 99 says, it's talks like this. I go a long way to be at this game, and we just lose. Is why our stadiums aren't full. And I'll be damned if that ain't the truth. And you know what? We need to start putting more blame on David Tepper, I feel. 
Well, what's he I really do, do think so. Because listen, man, because look, he did the process. This man said when he came in, he wanted to take a step back and and try to under, understand all the things that he didn't know about football. But in doing that, he has been a day late, dollar short. He was late on firing Ron Rivera. He was late on firing Marty Herney. Then we brought in the the head coach before we brought in the new GM, and it should be vice versa. I know. Now, now we're in the middle of the season. We've done all these moves, traded for C.J. Henderson. We've traded for Stephon Gilmore. And then now here we are, and the Panthers have no offensive line help. And it's like at what point the, the past three seasons have been almost identical to one another, and David Tepper has been the owner through all of them. Why doesn't he need to take some blame for this? Mm. Uh, yeah, well, I don't uh, well because I don't feel like owners really. Yeah, I mean, do as much. Yeah, I mean, all right. So okay, I mean, I might be able to say, yeah, all right, late on the Marty Herney firing, right? Could have maybe uh, accelerated this process some more. Maybe uh, the GM and the and the coaching thing, I do agree, is a backwards. I think, and and I've been very consistent in this, is that you bring them in together. You bring in the GM and the coach together, and they're a tandem, that they live and die together. <clears throat> so now you don't fire. You Now we don't move on from Matt Rule, and then the Fitterer picks his coach, and then we got to and, – and it turns out Fitterer is also part of the problem, you know, three or four years down the road, and you got to figure it out again that way. I think if you bring the GM in first, you hire the GM, then together David Tepper and Fitter pick a guy that they believe in. And David Tepper says this is you get five years the and you guys or three years or whatever, you know, is that no matter what, you live and die together. So you can't don't be turning on this coach. You picked him. Don't be telling us it's Matt Rules the problem, Scott. Right? You picked him and y'all are together. You're married. But it's not that case. And so now what's going to happen is that if you get a losing season this year and then a losing season next year, then people are going to start calling for Matt Rule. And then Fitter is now going to be in charge of the hiring process. And it just it's, it's going to uh, elongate. You know, it just takes time. So, I, I mean, I, I think that's a valid criticism. Uh, but at the same time, I, I just don't think either, like, what's going on this year has really much to do with Tepper, unless he is really linked to these quarterback decisions as much as some people have suggested. I think so. If we we come and find that out and we say that this is – and, man, I'm going to be pissed if I got to start saying we would be better with Teddy. That's I said hurt. that earlier. I was like, I wonder if this is all. I'm not. I'm not there yet either. But they, Joe dude, Brady instead of Teddy. How about yeah. this? To me, they might as well be the same motherfucker right now. Like they're, they're the, like they're an average, basic quarterback. And yeah, if you want to say that Teddy held onto the ball a little bit better and didn't turn over as much, fine. I'll give Teddy that short thing. But uh, like, we're we're trying to get blood from a turnip here. It, it, it's it's not going to happen with either of those guys with this offensive know, line. A, the, the, saying right there. It's like this offensive line was never going to let Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Cam Newton, PJ yeah. Walker, and Will Greer, 
it wasn't going to let any of them have a chance to be successful here. And in my opinion, going back to David Tepper, this is where it's on David Tepper. Because this man's a billionaire. He's so used to getting what he wants right when he wants it. He expected to come in, make a few minor tweaks, a few minor changes every single year, and thought the Panthers were going to be a legitimate contender rather than truly committing to a rebuild and actually building the Panthers the right way and moving on from the previous generation. Now we're still dealing with the same old bullshit, not playing young players, terrible play calls on third down. We're handicapped by the quarterback, which we also have to move that down the road on when we're going to fix that as well. Dude, it's just a litany of bullshit, one on top of the other. And I think David Tepper needs to start taking his fair share of being so bullheaded on trying to win without committing to a genuine rebuild. I really do think it's Tepper's fault. Tepper made the call on Teddy Bridgewater. I do believe that. But I believe it was more Fitterer and Matt Rule when it came to Sam Darnold. Because even in the Camp Confidential, they were talking about, you know, uh, the free uh, the quarterbacks who are out there. He said, what do you guys think of Sam Darnold when they were sitting in the meeting? That didn't have anything to do with David Tepper. But I, kn- I think it came down from Tepper yeah. that he wanted to move on from Teddy Bridgewater. I think Tepper right. had a handing and uh, getting Cam and Teddy out. But I don't think picking the yeah, players. Now that, that I'll agree. He definitely had a hand in Cam leaving and Teddy leaving, but I believe he left it up to Fitter and Rule yeah. on who they wanted to bring in. Exactly. But and, I I do believe, and I do believe he wanted Deshaun Watson before all this crap went down with him and the whole Stafford. I think he wanted Matt Stafford above everyone. I don't know about that. That would have helped, but you know what? Matt Stafford would have been struggling behind this offensive line. He would have been getting killed. Yes, he'd been dead by now. Not mobile, not as mobile as even Sam Darnold. No, Um, I I do think. uh, Doesn't it make you? um, It's so funny how much two games can change an outlook, right? Number one is this: is that we really started out better than we thought we were going to. Kind of, you know, we and we or we we kind of had the best case scenario start. You know, the three and zero, and then you're going against teams. Like, all right, we lose to Dallas, no problem. And then you go Philadelphia and the Vikings. These are kind of, I would say, need need to win games if you're going to have um, um, like a season that could potentially be a playoff season, right? Because, I mean, I mean, people were thinking, you know, man, playoffs are not, we're in the division hunt, things like this. And then just yesterday, you're hearing news that like, oh, J.C. Horn might be trying to eye a comeback for the playoffs, and I felt so bad. I just wanted to tweet out, I did not do it. But with who? Well, not with the Panthers, right? And then, uh, But I was like, well, we might get tracked, get on schedule against the Vikings, and uh, not the case. The Vikings are a better team uh, than people give them credit for. Let's go to the By next the way, call. Uh, before we go to the next okay. call, I wanna, I wanna, hold on, before we go to the next call, uh, I want to thank Karen Choi uh, because I am an idiot. I I, I labeled this Eagles at Panthers post game for some reason. Oh, wow. I'm just a moron, <laughs> dude. I can't help it. Do you all not know uh, this about me yet? Come on, dude. It wow. might as and well we be still Eagles. got 144 people watching. Right? Damn. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, us. dude. We're, we're more forgiving. Uh, well, at least you know what you can be forgiven to us because we've had to deal. All of us have had to deal with this damn Panthers offense, uh, and <laughs> and it was supposed to be good this year. Really? You know, I didn't think. I mean, I they made improvements. Really, 
Yeah, and it's not. All right, let's go with this call. I love this podcast. You guys are doing a great job. Keep pounding. Hell yeah, go Panthers. Also, I cannot wait to hear Tony's drunken analytics of this game. Also, Cody, <laughs> I like your thoughts too. But yes, you do sound like a goddamn broken record. O line, O line. But uh, you know, you're not wrong. The O line did look like shit this game. Uh, fucking Sammy, dude. Come on, man. Sammy's got to be better than that. Wide receivers look like ass. I think they all had some fucking team popcorn before they came out. Their hands were greasy as shit. I don't think a fucking... I, dude, Randy Moss couldn't fucking catch some of those passes, man. I mean, it was, it was fucking <laughs> miserably, miserably fucking... As, it, it was terrible. I, I, I can't even put it into words. That's how dumb this makes me feel. Like, it's, it's bad. But anyways, uh, I hope Joe Brady gets fired. I hope Matt Roll gets fired. <laughs> I hope Sam Donald gets traded somewhere else. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can find the solution to this fucking game. Go How much? What is this? What are you guys feeling about Matt Rule at this point? I mean, we've got a year and six games. Um, where's the? What, where are you guys sitting on him? Next year is his hot seat, I think. If the season keeps going this way, next year. Okay. His his. I, I, think, I think Rule's got two more years at least. I really do. Gay yeah, gave him a seven-year deal. I don't think Tepper's gonna yeah. walk. A rule like that, he he well, may have think about his performance so, so far. How much is this on? Um, I don't know if I'm going, man. The team doesn't look great, coached from the top, but I don't necessarily feel like it's being greatly coached either. No. I don't know. Like right now, I keep like my mind keeps wanting to go to the offensive line. Um, Joe Brady's inexperienced potentially, and Sam Darnold's inconsistencies. I haven't started going to the Matt Rule part yet. Me personally, are you guys starting to like say, "Man, this is this is because of him, a part on him"? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's part on him, but I I think they'll get rid of Brady, Joe Brady first, and they'll change some other coaches before they really start hammering down on Matt Rule. You think uh, Fitter is like elbowing Temper? Like, hey, see, that's the guy you picked. Nah, I hope I not. I think, I think him and Rule are closer than what people think. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ready to give up on Rule. I'm not, I, you know, I'm not even entirely ready to give up on Sam Darnold yet. Now, I, it was a lot easier for me to say that two days ago, um, or yesterday. It's not you can't really, give up on a guy who doesn't have an O line. I mean, yeah. I don't care what quarterback you have. You don't got no O line. You ain't got shit. <laughs> but the problem is this: is that you know what? It doesn't matter. Is that that's what he's going to have to play behind? Yep. And you're in the NFL, and is that it? Just is. It is what it is at this point. I do think it's going to be interesting, Cody, when we come up here on Wednesday and debate when it's time to tear this team apart and just fire sale it for the future. <laughs> and then you know what? Now that we have, I think that we can all agree that what we have seen from Scott Fitterer is that the, the age of Marty Herney is done. Uh, Fitterer is willing to make some deals, and we know yeah. this about him. And, you know, last year we were having this discussion. People kept on getting so mad because I said we should have lost uh, uh, to, uh, to the Washington football team. Or, no, there was one of those games that we won and we should have lost 
because we would end up, yeah, Washington. We would have ended up having the number three pick in the draft, and and yet you know again uh, there's that talk about tanking. I don't think that you tank from a football field perspective. The players right. are never, they're, they're never going to go out there and lose on purpose. The coaches are never going to go out there and call bad plays on purpose. But from a front office perspective, you can start to look to trade away future assets and make moves to give you more picks and more money to build for the future. And if the wheels start to come off like it looks like they already have, I'd be very interested to keep an eye on Scott Fitterer and, and see when the fire sale starts. Especially if you yeah, have an, a sense, uh, especially if you have a sense of um, who you're not going to be able to sign long-term. Right? Speaking of fire that, feeling, exactly what you said, Tony. Has anybody given any thought that he may actually try to trade Brian Burns? Nah, I don't see it. I mean, well, think about I, it now. Hassan Reddick has been the one that's been putting up the stats. Brian Burns was everybody's talking point at the beginning of the season. But other than uh, actually free to the quarterback sacks, Brian Burns really hasn't done anything. I mean, he can he's pressure a few. Pressure's that's a lot. the thing. We don't like to say it. Yeah, but he's like, uh, he's missed the, you know, he's been there. And then they escape like today. He's missed a ton. For, uh, this happened in the very first play. Or one of the early plays in the Dallas game too. Um, I, so, I, I, just I think we got time with Burns though. Is that how much? What year of his contract is he in? Actually, his fifth year option. We can pick up his fifth year option after this season, isn't it, right, Cody? Yeah, I believe so. Because uh, two thousand and nineteen was the year we drafted him, right? Or no, I think it was eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. Man, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, because I well, remember, he didn't uh, a big contract. He didn't he's not getting like big defensive end, like Garrett money, is he? Yeah, no, he's going to want big money. As he's a going to want it, but I don't know if he's going to get it, though. 2019. Yeah. 2019 is when he was drafted. But that's why I'm thinking if they're going to move on, they're going to want to bring Hassan Reddit back because, again, he's a rule guy. If yeah. you can package Brian Burns up and say, okay, potential, because he hasn't missed a lot of time but he really hasn't produced at the rate that everybody thought he would, would fit or consider moving him depending on what he could get for him. I mean, I think you could trade anyone depending on what you get for him. Can, can yeah, I just say, I, think, right, I mean, right. what about Reddick? What if you start talking about talk, like uh, trading Reddick or, you trading. know, um, Reddick's Reddick a rule guy. He's not going anywhere. This will sound even mean. more crazy than, uh, but is he a one. What about if you don't think you're going to be able to afford DJ Moore? Yeah. That's a possibility, too. Tony, how about this? There isn't a player on the football team that I'm, like, that I'm like shedding a tear for if they're not here anymore. Yeah. Even like I think DJ, as, you know, I think DJ's grown. I mean, and maybe it's tough to say that today because he had a fumble. I mean, but he got pop, it looked like it got just. But listen, it, I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm saying like, uh, oh, that I just don't like anyone on the football team, and that's that's not what, what I'm saying. But if it's if it's DJ Moore, I again, my philosophy extends to the running backs and the receivers, kind of the same way. A lot of them come through the draft. Why are you paying a bunch of big time money for him? So now you're going to have DJ Moore's contract and McCaffrey's contract. 
I know. But that that's bad for business, man. And Robbie Anderson's. And dude, they should never sign him. And yeah, Dante Jackson, if you want that, um, is that there is a point that you gotta wonder, and then the reason I brought this up is because Cody said um, the age of Marty Herney is gone. And what Marty Herney would do is just play it out with these people. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, well, it just it didn't work out well. And then now we're starting over next year. Instead, right now, I think that there is going to be, there could be a sense. We've seen the eagerness to move and make moves on play, you know, and think about long-term, right? CJ Henderson, uh, value, right? Uh, thinking about with the time on his contract, so you got to think almost rever- if if that's such a good move, if people uh, celebrated the CJ Henderson move, not be- because you got a first round talent with time on the contract and that you might be able to develop him and get him to be a player that you thought he could be. Uh, if you celebrate that concept, you should also, in, in theory, celebrate selling players that you don't think you're going to be able to resign. Mm-hmm. and getting value out of them and at some point you can't re-sign everybody right nope. i mean we know that and that's the where dave gettleman talked he had some good sound bites and he said sometimes you got to let a big dog walk right and at this point we're going to get we're going to get to the end of the season you're going to be like well we got stefan gilmore right do you re-sign him we don't know right um aj bouye maybe i don't know what his contract was like dante jackson dj moore hassan reddick you might you might extend maybe you should just extend Brian Burns now. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to extend DJ Moore this offseason. He's Why, going into his he get one more option. year. Yeah, he's okay, going so into his get, okay. option. Well, yeah, any of these guys that got the fifth year option, you're kind of thinking of it like what Darnold was, right? Mm-hmm. Is you get the value of the fifth year option, so maybe that makes them more of a lucrative trade target i just don't know if you really get a lot of value for a wide receiver in a trade but trading hassan reddick or defensive event like you know kansas city's got to be dying for something what like did everybody. uh what did minnesota get for digs oh yeah they got a ransom and a couple other picks mm. i mean god crazy how two games can spark a conversation <laughs> like this. That's we're why I like football. We're gonna. Yep. All right. That's Let's why I like Hey guys, it's Joey. Uh, this game was painful. There are so many ways you can go with this game. Uh, Frankie Lubu is awesome. Our defense is awesome. Our offense sucks dick. Our special team sucks dick. And I don't think our coaches know what to do aside from Phil Snow. So, uh... That being said, oh, and... Wasn't G-Baby... I don't know. I I think G-Baby said this. Like, you can't really comprehend what G-Baby says. It's like being on a roller coaster. You just know it's fast and awesome, but you can't really comprehend what it's doing when when he calls it. (laughs) I think he said something about that he didn't he didn't agree with the Robbie Anderson signing his ass. Dude, and you might never hear me say this again. I never thought I would say this now. But he might be right. 
So, um, and in his honor, boyka, boyka, boyka. <laughs> so, uh, wait until his yeah, Tuesday call. Wait until G Baby's Tuesday I call. I told you so. Won in overtime. I don't even know how the show would have uh, turned out if he would have won in overtime. Yeah, Robbie Anderson caught that <laughs> touchdown, but dude. That guy is like, we should have paid him pennies. We should have paid him in Takis or some shit. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Sorry. Uh, Shout out to Joey the Blind Panther, man. I missed that whole call because I heard him say it by a dude sucking dick and I just had to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you also heard that he was, and, and uh, you know, there has been some, there's some wisdom in G-Baby's emotions at times, right? I mean, like, it's just emotional. It is, uh, but wait until his Tuesday call. I bet you D- uh, it is going to be hey. just... How about this man right here? C for C Dog in the chat. He's been saying this shit all year. And we've been calling him a troll, calling him a Falcons fan, calling C Dog all this shit. Hey, talk to your shit, champ. Talk to your shit, man. Because right now you're looking right down the motherfucker, bro. So, I I mean, what else can you say, man? We're looking really, really bad right now. Um, yeah, five hundred yards of offense. Now I know that that co- that has an and that has an overtime period attached to it, so it's not just four quarters. But that uh, that's true. That's the thing is we can't. Um, we thought our defense was like potentially going to get just better and better as the season went on, and it just hasn't. You know, um, so like you can't even really compliment the the defense at this point. Um, we got one last call. If we right, well, just yeah, that, yeah, yeah, we round this out anymore. and then give out our uh, game balls and stuff, uh, dab on them and, and get out yep. of here. Um, all right, all right, <laughs> fucking great game. I know tough, tough ending. Lots of I know there's gonna be a lot of negativity, and you know, rightfully so. There were a lot of stuff, things that didn't go well. But first, I want to start off. Fans were fucking great this weekend. Oh man, I'm telling you, people, at least my section, like people were getting loud. People. People were, like, getting with me. Like, I don't know. It felt like you jarring back and forth from the Vikings. Like, the more they cheered, the more we cheered. It was fucking awesome, man. The energy was so much better than last week, and I was loving it. Even when – oh, my God, especially towards the end of the game. Man, I was calling off when fucking Terran, Terrace Marshall went off, out. I was like, okay, half a step up. I mean, how could you – how could that final drive from your own – from the four-yard line on fourth and ten, though, a 50-yard bomb, get a touchdown and a two-point conversion. How does that not make you nuts? I'm telling you, this is a turning point for this, for, this, for this offense. I'm telling you. We are still playoff contenders. We're not going to win the division. But we are playoff contenders. I want to hear y'all talking about the fucking draft. It is week fucking six. We have 500. We can do anything from here. Anything. We're three and three. It's week six. We got the Falcons in the Giants. If we can go into the bye week five and three, I'm feeling good. We get stuff on Gilmore, CJ Henderson will be more in, more involved. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Justin Burst is going to be able to come back, but I'd love to get Justin Burst. I'm telling you, boys, don't give up on this team just yet. Oh man, it's a problem. They're not getting up the field. I mean. Today we really showed it. You know, the Eagles, it's like, oh, you know, Sam threw some interceptions. But this time, no excuse. That's when you got to dig deep. This team still has me 
really fucking excited. There's some things that aren't great, but we're working on it. We're three and three, and I'm telling you, I've been waiting on this all. I've been waiting for a fucking drive like this all season, man. The Eagles, I was waiting. He kept throwing interceptions this week. I'm, ooh, I'm telling you, turning point of the entire season is this game right here. And Ian Thomas stepping up and making that catch is huge for his confidence and the team confidence. I hope it will let Joe Brady and Matt Rule get our tight ends more involved. I'm telling you, I know that it's your offensive line is dog shit. We'd put Brady Christian, Christensen in at one of the damn cars. That would be nice. But I'm saying positive. This team is this team has a chance for the playoffs, and Sam is not, he, he's got a shot to be special. He's not, he's not there yet, but he's shown, he's shown some glimpses today that made me feel a lot better. If we just lost that game 35 to 17, I'd be pretty, I would try to bring the positive vibes, but I don't think it would. But listen, great fans today, great fight at the end. Keep pounding, boys. What a, pounding, I, man. I like, uh, I like the positivity and glass uh, half full. Things. Um, yeah, is that uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the thing though is that uh, I, and I do agree in some ways is that like or maybe I won't say agree with the the potential playoff part, but um, Sam Darnold's waking up at the end. You said that he doesn't have any dog in him or enough dog in him. He didn't quit, you know. I mean, and, and a lot of that uh, that drive, that final drive was just all on him. Right. I mean, is that he beat him with the legs. He threw the the laser down the middle to Ian Thomas out of fourth and ten. Oh, my. It was, I mean, it seemed like the game was, was over. Was right? yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, then he hits DJ Moore and under pressure and duress. And he so he I, I think that they're at some that last drive or the, you know, showed some resiliency. Now, then the uh, then the defense comes out and lets them go back down the field twice ultimately right the defense today was disappointing i don't know how it gave up i don't know how i like uh my broadcast would go in and out at times like in the third like just because of buffering and you're like on the road and then uh i was like man we had just gone i think we had just scored a defensive we had the punt block touchdown or whatever and i was like man we just went up i said we're up and then all of a sudden we're down two touchdowns Anyway, like by the time like the broadcast like came back into view, so there were some problems there. Like uh, we haven't been able to put together complete team performances. The thing I don't agree with is that um, you know we we haven't beat the team. You know the first three games, I was tired of people saying we ain't played anybody because you can only play who's on the schedule, and we were. But at this point, we haven't beat anybody either. Mm-hmm. You know, no. worth a damn. And I, f- I felt like the, the sense and that's it. Yeah. I felt like we should have been able to beat the Eagles. I feel like the Vikings are a team that's a little bit better than I thought going into the season. They turned out to be they're You know, they're kind of a scrappy team right? in, in a certain way. Their defense is playing a lot better than it was last year. They have uh, you're still waiting for the Kirk Cousins roller coaster to come off the tracks. And it just hasn't at, at, at this point. Um but our team hasn't done anything to impress me yet. No. We were talking about earlier, won't they run more of a fast-paced offense? To serve and get on the Yeah, line? and then uh, the breakdowns with is wow. that I was starting to think in the in the first three games of this season, I was not seeing the play clock trip down to zeros. 
I thought that Sam Darnold looked to have pretty much a command of the play calling and the huddle. I thought things were coming off better than they were last year um, where we can, but no back to square one again of, didn't we burn two timeouts consecutive today? He tried. tried to. Yeah, we did he at the end to. of the second quarter. Yeah, it was like it damn near happened. They gave it back to us because oh, we did, did it back to back. And yeah, we got home. You can't do that. Oh, God. Uh, so, um, you know, it's just, it would, I, I think that if we would have found a way to win today, we could have said, man, uh, this team's got a lot. It still has to improve upon. But this was a, a win that could uh, give us some momentum into two more winnable games with the Giants and the Falcons. And right now, I tell you this, is um, we will probably be favored in those games, but I don't all of a sudden just feel like we're going to go in there and whoop these teams' asses. No. 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 How, are we, how are we feeling about the rest of the schedule? Our next three games – are the Giants on the road, the Falcons on the road, and then we get the Patriots at home. Is uh, CMC supposed to come back for the Falcons game? No, for the Patriots game. game. Would be for the Patriots. That's when he would be eligible to come back. Okay. Right. Doesn't necessarily mean he will. Exactly. We're going, uh, if we lose to the fucking Falcons, I'm going to cry. If we lose to the Falcons, and I could see it happening. If we yeah. lose to the Falcons at home, I'm going to cry because I'm going to be at that game. Fuck, man. What happened, dude? This I'm going to be pissed if we lose to the Patriots because I'm up here in Patriot country. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I tell you that is that that's why it's winning today would have made me feel better about um, – yeah, He's right got now, another interception. We're going to kick everybody's ass. Uh, we need to. We need to kick wow. everybody's ass. Um the other oh, I did have one question before you go, Cody, and we give out that. What is the significance of them putting Christian McCaffrey on IR? I saw a lot of people come out and say we should have done this from the beginning. What would that have done? Would it have just allowed us to bring a player up from the practice squad? Is that it? Like, I mean, like really, what would it have changed him being on IR versus not being a player on IR? up from the practice squad? But Tony, I kind of think that the Panthers fucked around and tried to force him back too fast because they yeah. panicked about what their offense would look like without him. And, you know, we tried to work him back into training, and, you know, he was halfway, but he wasn't full go. And and then all of a sudden he's injured again, he's out for Philly, and then now they're putting him on IR. Like, why didn't you already do this? And, and what was the hamstring injury just worse than what we were previously told it was? And, and again – I and said if you thought earlier, he could come back last week, why, or, or you were starting to think he could come back last week, why are you already knowing that he can't come back in two weeks? 100%. It, it sounds it like the training staff told him that ruler wasn't as bad as it was, and then they tried to bring him back, and he re-aggravated it. So they just said, okay, now we're just going to shut him down. Dude, it, it's Who would have known these soft tissue injuries – you know, you think this is that like a, if it's a knee, blow out a knee. Now, now I'm talking about, uh, you know, you're getting scared because how long the timeline is. But I'm still looking at uh, crazy with what's going on with Curtis Samuel, that groin. Uh, and, and with the Washington football team, you say these these injuries turn out that, that sometimes they can be just as debilitating um, as, you know, uh, like a major injury. 
at something. At least oh, those yeah. timelines uh, maybe are a little bit firmer in the <laughs> way that they know how to scientifically measure them. And then I guess now no Shaq either. How long is it going to be with Shaq with the plantar fasciitis? Right? I think that's like, I, I don't gosh. know. This team's getting crippled. By the way, I was going to say, yo, Days just got an interception with two and a half minutes left for a pick six. Cowboys Who are did? up. Oh, Cowboys are up? Oh, Diggs. wow. He's got a defensive player of the year. That, yeah. He has seven. I, I'm, on, I'm on Red Zone right now, and they're showing all the Broncos fans leaving the stadium. Right now, it's 34 to 17. Yeah, by the way, for everybody uh, wishing Teddy Bridgewater was back, yeah, go look how homeboy's been. Uh, these past three weeks, and see what he's up he's to back. now. Have you guys noticed that Panthers haven't won a game and the, they've lost the last three? But the Denver Broncos have also lost the last, and three they're games. about to lose another one. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. It, dude, Gosh. I'm telling you, man. That's why I said right. there's really no difference now, to me, in my opinion, between Sam and Teddy. Like they're both quarterbacks yeah. with a lot of inherent flaws. Sam has better arm talent. He's more mobile. He's more willing to throw downfield. He's just younger. He made that. Teddy could not have made that first, fourth and ten. Oh hell right. no. Uh-uh. no! But they also, no. but at the same time, he might not have had to, right? Like, I mean, it might have been a third and six, <laughs> and that he needed to make at that point. But uh, let's give out some. Receivers uh, were dropping the ball all day. Who's the player yeah, of the game? True. Who's your dab on the player of the game? We'll go around the horn. We'll start with uh, Drew. What do you, who, who's your player of the game? Player of the game? Oh, man. That's rough. Oh, I got mine. Easy. I'm trying to think. Who will be the player of the game? Frankie Louvu. That's, that's mine. Oh, that's a good right. one, Drew. So, Louvu uh, for Drew and Kevin. Uh, Cody, pick, who you got? I'll pick a new one. Uh, I'll go with Taylor. The corner. He played excellent. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean you guys got us. No, yeah. No, no. Keith. 28. Taylor. Keith Taylor. Number uh, 20. Never even heard of that. Uh, Steve Smith. The, the he one was all Steve over, guys. Loves. He was all over, guys. I'm thinking of Sean Taylor because they retired his jersey. Oh, jersey, yeah. yeah. Rashard from PMP was talking oh, of shit. Keith Taylor a lot this, uh, during the draft season. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, my – listen, mine's – Simple, and I feel like I've already picked it a bunch this season. I'll do it again. It's Dante Jackson, y'all. It's Dante Jackson. The dude is always running around. I don't care that he gave up that one big play. No, who on our offense deserves? I know, I know. If you name, I mean, we gave up 500 yards of defense, and everybody, and I'm picking a defensive player too. Yeah, how could you not? (laughs) I, I mean, dude, Dante Jackson. I don't care what anybody says. Dante Jackson right now is the heart and soul of this Panthers football team. Yeah. He makes more to this football team. And, and, and I was about to say more than Christian McCaffrey. But damn I would say Shaq Thompson's more of the heart of the defense. But. No, I don't no, think Hassan so, Reddick has been pretty damn good. This, like Hassan Reddick, does, I want to give it to him. Mine goes to AJ Buyaka, Buyaka, Buyaka. <laughs> this guy's actually man he's came in and he's played pretty darn well for us for not like we didn't get to see any of him at any time because of the suspension i felt like and all of a sudden this guy comes in at a time we needed uh him to play well particularly now because cj henderson right has been a was he did he play today he was hurt no right? that's another he thing he didn't, he didn't yeah play. he didn't go today because of his shoulder 
Yeah. Um, isn't it bizarre that we thought going into this season that we didn't have any corners? And all of a sudden now we yeah. have Dante Jackson playing top. Now this Keith guy, Keith Taylor guy is playing pretty well as a rookie. Then you got AJ Buyaka playing pretty well. Like all of a sudden we got all these corners and we again <laughs> no linebackers. Yeah. Now you got to fit Stephon Gilmore in there somewhere next week. I know. I'd say Zero trade sacks, yeah. man. Y'all watching uh, this last game? I, I know it's down to the uh, last drive, man. But um, no, um, he uh, just threw a 75 yard pass uh, touchdown on Diggs. Uh, Mac Jones. They just scored again. Oh, God. It's going back and forth in the last the three Panthers, minutes, and by Yeah, by the way, the Panthers uh, gave up four sacks and got none of their own. Oh, so wow. here, here's the open. One? Here's the no, open. They didn't get here's any the sacks open. today. That um, uh, CJ Henderson uh, plays next week and Stephon Gilmore plays, and that allows the Panthers to play man coverage because yeah. our defensive line suffered heavily when we were not able to do so. We're definitely going to get a towel of questions. shame go to everybody. A towel of shame. Oh, Robbie, Howdy can't. I'll go DJ Moore. I'll go DJ Moore. He yeah, had a couple of drops, but not as much as Robbie. Not as much as Robbie, but uh, again, I'll, I'll say this. I, he had that big fumble. He also had that time where uh, Sam threw him a nice pass on third down, but even the commentator kind of mentioned he didn't want to catch it because he saw that he was about to get blown up. Granted, he made a business decision. Yeah, he made a business exactly. decision. Now, granted, I don't know that that's the truth, but it looks like it was probably pretty true. I don't know, man. I, I wasn't impressed with DJ today. So and no one, no one is above criticism. And no, all right, all right. Now I was, I was about to change it. I was about to change it, but I'll keep it because I, I feel like someone else is probably, probably about to pick that guy. But yeah, DJ mine was, is not a guy. It's a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the towel to the defense. I, how is that even possible, right? But I'm going to say this is no sacks, like you guys said. Uh, and the allowing them to march down the field uh, to set up for a field goal, right? Like uh, at the end of the fourth with 42 seconds left, ridiculous. And then allowing them to march down the field in overtime, allowing these 500 yards. They just didn't do, despite individually some players playing well, as a unit, they did not dominate uh, enough, um, and 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 we're going to need them to just be like holding teams to fifteen if we want to win. So I give it to uh, strangely to the defense, the best part we're of our team. Fifteen points. Yeah, I mean, like that's what they're going to have to do for us to be awesome. It's a hell of a thing. Well, that's I, mean, I know, I know, I know. It's a big thing, but like it, the Ravens, right? Well, I don't want them to be that. I mean, I don't. I don't think it should be like a requirement. But I think it's just the the fact of the matter at this point is that the offense is sputtering so badly. Uh, the offensive line is so bad that it's not going to get better. We could give it to Joe Brady and all of this, but right now, I mean, we we need to be a defensive team. Yeah. Yeah. So, sadly, we weren't enough. I mean, we allowed them, and, and it's really just at the end. Uh, I, and I've given them some passes this year. I gave them passes last week against Philadelphia for being gassed. I gave them passes again, you know, against the Cowboys yeah. for this. Because we but, gave away like three turnovers, and it was only twelve to ten game yeah. at one point. So it's like they were doing 
great. And they just, were doing it until the end. So that's my thoughts. Um, who were you going to say, Cody? I was going to change it to Brian Burns. Oh. God. Just because of All the right. near misses, man. Has anybody but, not gone? I think went, we uh, okay. All right. Um, that's the C3 Panthers post game show. I literally had to run up the stairs and just get here. I'm sure my wife is seething at me right now for just <laughs> abandoning or like just dropping the suitcases in the living room and running up here. Uh, C3 Panthers post game show. It is the Vikings at Panthers post game show. I'll change all the titles uh, once we get out of here. And I want to thank uh, Kevin and Drew for stepping in and helping me, uh, helping us at this moment um and and you as well cody for setting everything up and taking care of it i got totally i just thought i was going to be home by 4 30. it did not happen we keep it yeah. rolling man we keep it we'll rolling. Be here tuesday yeah. night uh tuesday night 9 p.m uh we got debate my take so go ahead and hit us up on twitter hashtag c3 debates um because we've got some good topics to go ahead and and start to be thinking of um also, I want to um, take a moment to just say that my thoughts uh, are with uh, our boy CK. His grandfather passed away, um, and I know that he has um, been dealing with that over the last couple of days, not dealing, you know, going through that. So, um, you know, we're family here, man, and we miss you, and we hope that your family finds some peace in this moment. Um, Cody, what do you guys say before we get out of here? Yeah, man, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. I'm good about conversating with people, so just hit me up. You can find my comments uh, for drafttech.com, where I write comments uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Um, you can check me out there. And as always, man, the Friday free-for-all. Look, these are my Friday free-for-all bros right here, man, Drew and Drew and Kevin. And shout-out to Nick earlier for coming on, too. People have been loving it, man. We've been having some fantastic discussions over there on the Friday free-for-all. Um, and Tony, by the way, on the Friday free for all, I picked the Vikings to win. I thought they would. And I picked them I, yesterday in my pick them on the radio, dude. It I, hurt my soul. Dude, it hurt my soul too. I was the only one. We had ten people on the show. I was the only one that said, "I don't see it. I don't see it, man." So I picked Minnesota. Check out that content, y'all. Uh, slap the like button. We're still on the road to three thousand subscribers. We're almost there, y'all. We're yeah. almost at 3,000 subscribers. Uh, tell a friend, if you have any Panther fans that are looking for somewhere to come hang out and be a part of this, this discussion, let them know about the C3 Panthers podcast. And, um, yeah, man, hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. You already know what it is, man. Support the, support the content. All right, man. Take us out of here. All right, Panther fans. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. We'll see Keep you Tuesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.